We made our way about thirty paces into the emerald wild, following behind Gerard. We briefly stopped to catch our breath. The jungle floor below us suddenly erupted with a huge five-petaled flower. I would have found it quite beautiful if it hadn't completely encapsulated Sari, pulling her back into the ground and dragging her off. We started running in the direction we thought the flower was traveling. We passed Gerard, who was busily starting to build an outpost. He yelled, "Die with honor!" as he faded into the distance behind us. Our sprint slowed to a trudging crawl. Everywhere we stepped, we were greeted with newfound danger. From behind looming trees, we spied the most curious-looking creatures, all watching our every move, taunting us with their shining yellow eyes. We were filled with a sense of foreboding, and try as I might, I could no longer feel the power and company of the trio that I had just moments before felt surging through my being. It was apparent their presence was not welcome in the Emerald Wild. Bolt and Victor took point, using knives and magical fire to pave the way through the jungle. We made slow progress and had to be careful to avoid menacing thorns and spikes that seemed to almost jump out at us. As Victor was hacking through a particularly thick patch of underbrush, I heard the sweet warble of a songbird. I turned to find a slight golden bird perched on the branch of a tree next to me. I locked eyes with the small creature and knew that she had been sent to me by the trio. I spoke to her, asking her name. She responded that she was called Goldie and had been sent to help. I asked her if she could help us find Sari. She eagerly bobbed her head up and down and then flew off. I instructed the others to follow her. That she was taking us to Sari. Goldie led us through areas of the wild that allowed for easy travel and required much less slashing at vines. Soon we found ourselves on the brim of a clearing. Victor came to a halt, and the rest of us followed suit. The ground in the meadow before us seemed to pulse. Looking more closely, we found it was covered entirely by black and orange butterflies. Victor shook his head apprehensively. He explained that these butterflies, which are synonymous with the onyx wing, were the poisonous death blossom butterflies. The butterflies rose in a cloud from the floor of the clearing and started moving toward us. Bolt stepped in front of us to provide protection. They were soon pelted with fluttering wings as the swarm engulfed them, and we all watched in complete shock and horror as our warforged defender dropped to the ground, completely knocked out. I ran to their side and felt energy pulse through my hands and into Bolt's body, bringing them back to us. While Victor and Ezra did their best to fend off another deathly attack, Goldie whistled and led us deeper into the jungle with the Death Blossoms in swift pursuit. We found ourselves in a dead end and were surrounded by trembling, poisonous wings. Upon further inspection, one could see that these butterflies had sharp pinchers near their mouths, and their curled tails ended in a pointed stinger like that of a scorpion. They floated closer and closer. I thought we were doomed, and we surely would have suffered a fate worse than what Bolt experienced if it hadn't been for the giant flower. The ground beneath us rumbled, and again a large flower erupted from beneath us. We were soon wrapped in the safety of its petals and could feel it sinking back into the earth, then traveling through the ground. When the lotus flower finally came to a halt, we could hear laughter. The petals peeled away, and we found Sari, chatting with a woman made entirely of plants. Her skin was made of tightly entangled green vines. She wore a gown made of moss, and her hair of cascading vines fell to her waist and was adorned with red hibiscus blooms.
Sari introduced her new friend as She of Many Tangles, a vine lord of the fall court. Sari carried herself differently than I've seen before. She appeared almost regal. Her mother was a member of the summer court, which I suppose makes Sari a member of the summer court as well. I've always seen her as a tough vanguard soldier. It was really nice to see her in a different light. She of many tangles explained that a rogue faction of the Emerald Wild, led by a treant named Needlebranch, was the cause of the attack on Bell's Watch. Needlebranch has found some things happening in Terrabond that he finds distasteful, and believes the best way for those misdeeds to come to light is by attacking the surrounding settlements and eventually Terrabond itself. She of many tangles caused a spring to erupt from the earth, allowing us to soak in its healing waters. Goldie and Callisto nested in the flower crown atop Bolt's head. While we rested, she of many tangles explained to us that all of the elves in this part of the jungle were working with Needlebranch against the fall court. Sari offered our services. It was agreed that if we could subdue Needlebranch, she of many tangles could quell his followers. Finally, it was time to leave to find Needlebranch. I asked Goldie if she could help us find him, and after flitting about for a moment, she seemed to catch his trail. I offered an awkward curtsy to the Lord of the Fall Court. Sari followed suit, demonstrating a grand bow. I chuckled at the idea of Sari wearing a fancy gown as a member of the Summer Court. She turned Craggy into a skirt. I think she's better suited in armor wielding a weapon, but she is truly a chameleon and seems to fit in everywhere she goes. As we turned to follow Goldie, she of many tangles transformed into a jaguar made of vines and leapt out of sight. We followed Goldie east, taking care to avoid the pitfalls in our path, though Sari and I did take a few tumbles. We eventually came to a wall made entirely of thorns. As a group, we decided the best way through was with fire. Bolt prepared to shoot magical fire at the thorn wall when the high-pitched giggling of children filled our ears. Sari tried to reason with the voices, asking them to grant us passage through the thorns. They simply retorted, The time for talk is over. The time for death is now. I couldn't imagine real children making such spiteful remarks. I wondered if we were dealing with some sort of fiend or fae. I used the power of the trio and commanded them to flee. I heard two little voices scream and then run away from behind the brambles, assuring me that we were not about to annihilate actual children. A little green angular face popped out of the thorns in front of me, followed by small spindly arms. The creature was smiling at first, but then contorted its face into a menacing scowl, opened its mouth and shot a sharp thorn dart out at me, then leapt out of the tangles. Another emerged and rushed at Bolt. Ezra ran for cover behind a tree, stepping on a batch of mushrooms along the way. The fungus started to whistle, then erupted in a loud explosion, deafening Bolt and Sarah. Ezra shook his head and rolled his eyes, then shot one of the little green monsters with an arrow. Another of the green children jumped on me, burrowing its sharp spikes into my armor. Victor quickly threw one of his knives at the monster on my back, hitting it. It hissed at him and dug his spikes in a little deeper. Sari swiped at the creature with her glaive, throwing it off of me and killing it. Bolt and I both attacked another of the thorn children. Even Goldie contributed, attacking with her little claws. The two remaining monsters turned to one another and clapped their slender hands together. As they did, a spray of nettles and thorns erupted from the ground and covered the path before us. They turned to retreat, 
Sari and I were able to defeat one of them, but the other escaped into the thorn wall. Sari was fuming again. She stomped over to the wall and furiously began building a bonfire, muttering under her breath the entire time about the rotten little children of the thorn. I learned after watching her hunt down the turtle in the woods when Skaven and his men attacked us that she refuses to let any enemies escape unpunished. The fire burned away at the vines, and the runaway was revealed. It took Bolt's fire magic, Victor's knives, Ezra's arrows, and my longsword to beat it into submission. But it was Goldie who delivered the final blow, ending the fight. She gave a proud little whistle, then flitted around as a show of her prowess. Sari's bonfire finally burned a large enough opening in the thorn wall to allow us passage through to the other side. The dense jungle now gave way to a hollow covered in thorns. In the middle of the area before us, we found Needle Branch. The tree ant had massive tree trunk legs covered in hanging moss and dead vines. His long spine had a mixture of dark purple ivy, poisonous mushrooms, and prickly thorns running down it. His branches were devoid of leaves or needles. Perhaps if we cut away his thick and cracked skin of bark, we might find some green life deep within. But everything about his appearance made me think he was dead inside. His face was adorned with two streaks of black sap dripping from his deep-set eyes. He declared that he was ready for the end of civilization, for nature to prevail. I maintain a sacred love and respect for nature, probably more than most, but surely men and nature can live in harmony. Victor tried to intimidate Needle Branch. He unsheathed two knives, holding one in each hand, their razor-sharp edges glinting in the light that streamed down in columns through the canopy above. Needle Branch, seeming not at all bothered by Victor's aggression, simply said, Attack them. Two huge skunks emerged from within the jungle, along with them a wretched smell. Victor sprang forward, slicing Needle Branch with his knives. He pulled back with a scream as acidic sap splashed onto his arm. Ezra attacked one of the skunks while Goldie and I tried to pacify the other. Ezra's skunk slashed his face with its claws. Bolt quickly whipped the skunk around the snout and pulled it closer to them. I turned to see Sari's eyes turn completely black, and she was soon standing beside me, shrouding me and Victor in her darkness. Just as she stepped next to us, the skunk before us turned and sprayed with its potent smell. Needle Branch, quite annoyed with Victor, swung a massive knotty fist and hit him. Victor returned the favor, slicing at Needle Branch with his knives again. Shielded by Sari's darkness, Goldie and I attacked the skunk in front of us. Sari shook her head a bit, trying to get her wits about her after receiving the majority of the blast from the skunk's spray. Ezra shot at the skunk, chained by Bolt, and missed, then ran for cover. Bolt reared back their gauntleted hand and delivered a hearty blow to the skunk before them. Needle Branch, not being able to see me, Sari, or Victor, angrily smashed both of his fists into the ground right next to us. Sari swiped at his arm with her glaive. Victor managed to rip the acid-soaked shirt arm off his body before falling, unconscious to the ground. I finished off the skunk and sent Goldie to bring Victor back to us. She flew to his aid, gently stroking him with her wings while whistling a sweet melody. Rusty red magic erupted from Bolt's hands, and Needle Branch was soon wreathed in red magical flames. Bolt ran to Needle Branch, hitting him, but was splashed with acidic sap in return. If we weren't in the middle of battle, I would have laughed at how frustrated Needle Branch was getting. He swiped at Sari over and over again in her darkness, but couldn't find her. Ezra shot two arrows at the remaining skunk, hitting it both times. 
It let out a nasty screeching noise, and we knew its time in this world would soon be coming to an end. I tried cutting Needle Branch with my longsword, but missed. Goldie flew at full speed to Needle Branch, breaking through his bark and coming out the other side, covered in black sap. He recoiled in pain, and Sari put him out of his misery and used her glaive to cut him completely in half. Sari ran to the final skunk, and we watched as it was consumed by her darkness, leaving nothing but the shimmer of orange magic left by Ezra's arrows. I grabbed a handful of leaves and frantically wiped the black sap off of Goldie. We finally all sat back to catch our breath. As we did so, the jungle around us started shifting. The pool of black sap surrounding the dead body of Needle Branch was absorbed into the earth. The toxic mushrooms that littered the ground crumbled in decay and disappeared. The black and brown thorns and briars that covered the trees turned a healthy green. Not only did our physical surroundings change, but there was a distinct feeling of relief that washed over us, as if the encumbering weight of evil had been cleansed from the emerald wild. It was a beautiful transformation to behold. Out of the trees stepped she of many tangles. Her viney green face was shining with gratitude. She thanked us for ridding the wild of Needle Branch. With the wave of her hand, another large lotus flower emerged from the green underbrush. This time it did not take any of us away, but instead was filled with a treasure chest. We approached the chest cautiously, making sure it didn't have teeth like the one we found in Hollow Bend Sanctum. When we opened the chest, it was filled to the brim with sparkling gems, shining coins, and even a bundle of arrows, which she of many tangles explained was a personalized gift from the fall court. Instead of trying to curtsy again, Sari offered the traditional vanguard salute. Before our eyes, the Emerald Wild quickly retreated back to its original borders. She of many tangles went with it, offering an apology on behalf of the fall court as she departed. With the Emerald Wild gone, we were surprised to see the long road before us and Belle's watch just a mile away. Gerard rushed to us, pulling out a keg to celebrate. Mother, you would be so proud of us. I am proud of us. Love, Eve. And welcome back to Tales of Anaria, Session 12. Woo! Yeah! Almost a baker's dozen. Not quite there. Just a regular dozen. Not as cool. <laughs> and to oh. clarify, Corey is still alive. Mm -hmm. Yep, I'm still here. I did not leave the show or anything like that. Um, Colby did. Yeah. Oh, right. We need. I need to make the illusory duplicate of Colby. Hang on just a minute. There we go. Ah. Hey, sir. Green with envy. <laughs> Green with envy, indeed. Why can't you talk? What's wrong with you? Speak! Speak, boy, speak! <laughs> but uh, unfortunately, Colby is absent this evening. Uh, vacations, vacations, vacations. Um, be aware that it is summertime, so that might happen. But uh, don't worry. We've the got wings around it. 
If you want to check out why we have ways around it, go check out the latest Lightning into My DMs episode. That was really, uh, yeah. That was the something. one about absenteeism that mm-hmm. I was absent from. So. <laughs> <laughs> cool. We were I'm, there. I'm Yay. always absent. Oh, don't from go, yeah, dude. Yeah. You just thunderclapped his ears. Off to a perfect start, I think. All right, let's go ahead and begin tonight. Um, not moments after the Emerald Wild pulled away, but later in the evening. Uh, you guys are back at Bell's Watch. Uh, specifically, you have been invited to Bell's Keep. You're going to be staying the night there. The mayor has put you up as kind of like the heroes of the hour kind of thing. Uh, and you are in the midst of a grand party. Uh, all around you, the uh, Knights of Greenwood, um, the guards of Bell's Watch, a couple of the civilians, uh, Clan Fallowshield is here in full force. There's about like 20 to 25 of them. Um, they're all partying hard, drinks are flowing freely, and uh, Mayor Bullen, uh tries to quiet the crowd, but it doesn't quite work too well. So she just decides to shout over everybody. And she says, Are these brave five, just wayward travelers up the long road, join us in a fight with no prompting and help save Bell's watch from certain destruction. We thank them as well as those who fought to protect our town and lost their lives. And everybody cheers and raises a cup and takes a drink. And Gerard goes, to the Wayward Watch! And then everybody shouts, the Wayward Watch! And then they all take a drink and start cheering at you and everything. Ooh, got shivers. So it seems that your um, name has been decided for you. Extra All right. Quite Um, the sound of that. After that, it just kind of devolves into a lot of drinking. Um, a lot of just talking, a lot of partying hard or hardly partying, depending on how you're feeling. So I want to know what everybody's kind of doing at this time. Uh, if they have some, something specific that they want to do at a party or if they're just kind of chilling. Like, what, what is your usual, what is your character's usual party mood? How drunk Ooh. am I? <laughs> Roll me a constitution check. We'll see. Oh, that's no fun. Rolled a 16, and I think my constitution is a plus two. You've had 16 beers. 16 beers, yay! Oh. <laughs> <laughs> wow. The 16, uh, the whole, that whole barrel of, of vodka, gone. Okay. Yep. That's even worse. <laughs> no, I am going to have, like, poisoning. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, there's healers that are, like, they're going around and just giving, like, spot checks every now and then, they just, like, boop, boop, boop. Don't okay. drink in horse. Don't drink in <laughs> <Yeah>. horse. <laughs> So what does uh, Victor do when he's 16 sheets to the wind? (laughs) He will probably dance and sing completely out of tune to with anyone who like, if there's any like people that like a bunch of drunks that all have their arms on each other and they're all like swaying Mm -hmm. together and singing she's the whatever shanties and yep. There's plenty of dwarves singing. They call them river shanties though. River shanties. Yeah. River shanties. So Mm -hmm. so he's, he's, Belting it out, he doesn't even know the words for half of them, he's, but he's still singing. <laughs> Watermelon. <laughs> That's the trick. Yep. Boots and pants and boots and pants and boots and pants. And he's keep doing that over and over again. <laughs> yeah, he's 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 just. And yet you do say Tiny Dancer instead of Tony Danza, like everybody else gets it wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Surprise. Hold me closer. Finish it. To- Tony Danza is obviously a very famous uh, elf in this world. Um, he's known for Robert Frost's imposter. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> let's just say he's known for cheese. Cheese. Cheesemonger. He's a cheesemonger. 
Interesting. Well, legend has it that he found a cave full of cheese. <laughs> and uh, only, it's the only person that knows where it is. Yep. Some of the best cheese. That sounds delicious. <laughs> oh, it, it only grows there because the fungus in the cave. Less delicious. <laughs> you can find it by smell. <laughs> Very blue. All right. Uh, what about what about Bolt? Bolt doesn't really drink. Bolt does drink, not super often. So they're just gonna partake in like the strongest, strongest drink that they can find. Because mm-hmm. um, I've kind of imagined that Bolt's sense of taste and smell are kind of doled down. Okay. Um, and that's why they like really pungent stuff, spices and super super hot chili and things like that, right? Um, the the rock hopper vodka, where it was mm-hmm. like, yep, that's definitely a very good. hot commodity here. Like if you pull out rock hopper vodka, there are plenty of fallow shields that are like, yeah, sliding their yeah. glasses. We'll do over. that. He'll pull out some yeah. rock hopper. And your yours is gone too at this point. Yeah, so. yeah. But uh, <laughs> I'm not gonna let it all go. I'm gonna let. Part of it go, and yep. then the rest goes back in the <laughs> back in the bag. So and, and Victor uh, Victor will keep one small like boot flask, uh-huh. but the rest of it's gone. How many flasks does Victor have? One, one for each dagger. No one will ever know. <laughs> <laughs> There's it, actually the handle of each bo- of each of the daggers his, opens his up. True subclass. <laughs> like one of those, like one of those movies where you walk in and like answer. give me everything in your pockets. You can just keep unloading. Yeah, more and more like flasks. Like on Sinbad or uh, um, coming in. Bolt is just gonna kind of people watch, okay. enjoy, maybe do a little bit of like Zemo dance, you know. In the <laughs> wow. <laughs> um, notably, Goldie and Callisto kind of nestle together in the nest. Uh, on, they on nestle together. They nestle together. Yes, exactly. Okay. Yep. Uh, what about Ezra? Two little hmm. birds. Ezra would have a mead and kind of just nurse it. Not really drink too much, because he doesn't want to let his wits kind of escape him. Mm-hmm. He's he's afraid that maybe we'd get attacked or something. So he's just kind of he's partaking, but not much, and probably more just kind of sitting in the corner, probably having conversation with whoever else isn't as drunk, trying to have some sort of debate, maybe. Even. Yeah, I don't know. And and to be clear, Victor is definitely <clears throat> trying to escape his. Uh, desperate need for being useful and having failed multiple times in a short period of time he is like whatever like throw caution to the wind so is there, is there anyone around that knows a lot about buttresses because bolt would would gravitate towards i that. mean you you can like you just start like talking to random people about buttresses and so buttresses huh you, uh, you walk up to every group and you're just like it's like how about buttresses about them buttresses. So, bolt finds a pretty girl at the bar and like slides up next to her and goes, so what's your favorite buttress? Gets smacked, has no idea why. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just asks a simple question. But okay. It's just architecture. Yeah, just, just appreciating the fine form. <laughs> yes. She comes back and slaps you again. <laughs> She's an elf and she had good hearing, so. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> and what about Eve? I would say depends on how wasted Eve is as well. Oh, a seven. You, you've had seven drinks so far, so maybe <laughs> probably pretty wasted for Eve right probably. now. Probably. You're, you're, you're kind of a lightweight. She's chocolate wasted. Yep. Yes. Have you guys seen that? <laughs> okay, thank you. I want to get chocolate wasted. <laughs> She's definitely having a great time. 
she's probably drawn a little bit like out like wants to go outside and like bask mm-hmm. in the moonlight mm-hmm. she's kind of one of those like yeah. run naked You're in the dark yeah. type lady yeah, yeah. We just you know, like, kick off your shoes and, yeah. yeah, totally. That's totally you. We just see a, a blur. <laughs> so at some point before uh, the wandering off, uh, Lucan does come up to you. Oh, he's there. <laughs> yep. Oh, I forgot. Um, that's, that's probably that's a good thing for you. That's a and but depends on how listen, many drinks she's had. You've been and really he, he looks like he's bad. Like, there's, there's a glass of wine that he's been, much like Ezra, that he's been nursing the entire evening, and he goes, I'm, I'm very proud of you, Eve. Uh, you did very well today. It's good to see that the training that I put you through is uh, working. I hope that you keep it up. I've, I have been practicing my longsword every day. And thank you. I, I feel proud. Well, enjoy the evening. It's yours. Tomorrow we'll head out for Terrabar. Excellent. I will be there. And he kind of just gives you a little, like, whatever glass you're holding, he'll give you a little uh, clink. Uh, toast, and then he just kind of wanders off. He goes to speak with Mayor Bolin uh, for a few minutes, and then he just kind of leaves. And then he, he turns around and throws up, and she has no idea whether it's from talking to Lucan or, <laughs> or <laughs> which. If she pukes, then and I'm anywhere nearby, I definitely puke yeah. too. So oh, it's just no. a chain puke. <laughs> what time? And all the palace children just like. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, and then, notably, also, uh, you guys are uh, kind of standing around the parties going on. Uh, Ceradon is uh, just kind of talking with the Fallow Shield dwarves. It looks like camaraderie is forged in the heat of battle. Um, her and Gerard are, are really just kind of like conversing, and then all of a sudden, like they start singing these Malagoth songs, you know, all the, all of these different classic uh, vanguard songs and all these classic dwarven songs. Um, and they're just about halfway through a song called Yellow Yellow um, when she she kind of just stops and she, she turns and she just turns towards the door and starts staring as if something is there. But if anybody's watching at this point, they don't see that anything is there. And then she just kind of gets up and she walks out the door towards the private rooms that you guys has have and... That's what Sari does for now. Um, beyond do, that, do any of us notice this? Uh, you guys can roll me a. Well, actually, it'll be passive perceptions only, so let me go ahead and roll a d20. Yeah, I definitely wouldn't if I'm that drunk. Yeah, me. plus your, you know, Victor's got the uh, wine. What? So. What? What? <laughs> You're uh, <laughs> uh, mm, visually not there. <laughs> um, also, mentioned. anybody who got higher than an 11 on their passive perception? Eve notices, uh, and then you, you notice you both notice that he, uh, she kind of just well, it's just like yeah. some good some good buttresses. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're climbing the walls to like get a closer <laughs> feel of them. Um, um, sir, and then one other thing does down. happen. Um, you guys are all kind of you've kind of drifted apart at one point. Uh, Eve has run out the door. Uh, she comes back. She's she's wearing probably just like probably just like a shift that you have in your pack and hair is soaking wet. You, you, there's no real, I mean, there's a river everywhere, but there's no real like pond or anything around here. So you're not quite sure how she got that <laughs> So Please tell me there's a fountain in the center of the town. <laughs> there is. Uh, <laughs> a nearby trough. Yep. <laughs> the trough. <laughs> the horse is like, excuse me. Swimming laps in the trough. Tripped and fell on her way to that. So we're like, oh, that's good enough. Um, so you all kind of congregate uh, just kind of in the center for just a quick 
breather away from the party just to be with uh, your fellow members of the Wayward Watch. And Amer Boleyn walks up and she's got this, uh, she's got this uh, sack of gold. And she says, thank you so much. Uh, as promised, your payment. And she sets it down on the table. Uh, that is 255 gold pieces uh, total. That's five for the single day of fighting. <laughs> and then 50 each for surviving the battle. We really appreciate everything. Um, and she looks a little reluctant and almost like, oh my gosh, I can't believe I offered so much gold for people who survived the battle. And then she kind of looks over and you can see that there's a couple of dwarven uh, porters that are carrying out a large chest that's that looks really like heavy filled with gold because she probably gave the same deal to the final shield clan. Mm. And there's a lot of them left. <laughs> so, you know, I, I wasn't sure if you were going to pay or not, but um, here's the contract. It's as signed, um, of course, and, and she signs it as well. Um, it, it, would you like to keep it, or would you like uh, us to keep it? Uh, not important. You can have it. You can hang it on your wall. Is is uh, remember how cool we were? <laughs> I think he, he means um like a calling card, perhaps. Mm -hmm. uh, of course. Yeah. If we ever do need your services again, we will be more than happy to uh, call for you. Thank you. Put it in the museum or something. We're, I don't we're know. Glad to help. <laughs> we're glad to have you. Uh, anyways, I, I just wanted to stop by, uh, enjoy the rest of your evening. Uh, try not to spend all of that in one place, like me. <laughs> she she, she kind of stumbles away, not from alcoholism, but more about just like I just gave away a fortune. <laughs> the, the town was. Well, I mean, the fortune was going to be nothing if like the town got taken over. Yeah, so. mm. people pay but, taxes. Yeah, but the thing is, like, it's probably one of those things where, at the time, it sounded like a really good idea to get people <laughs> interested in fighting, and now she's got to pay out a lot of people a lot of money, mm. so, but she's definitely not going to renege on that. Well, she was true to her word. Yeah. All right, so, the evening progresses. Uh, where does everybody fall asleep? Do you head back to your rooms? Uh, Ezra and Bolt, I think you have enough f faculties that you can... Make it back to your room. I'll, uh, I'll make sure Victor makes it back to his room. <laughs> I'll just kind of scoop him up wherever he is. Nobody says anything. I'll probably kind of drag him. Do you like a fireman's hold? It depends on how out he is. If he's out, I'll, I'll fireman carry him to his room. No, 18, I'm still awake. Okay, so I'll, I'll just like anchor. pretend like I'm having a conversation with him. <laughs> yes, of course, that's what happened. Come on, Victor. Let's <laughs> you know, go you back to, to have him. You have to admit that the eight rings are much cooler named than the two Shane. I mean, you, you've on. got me there. The rings There's are six cool. more. There's at least three more than you. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> no, I don't take, take it. I don't care anymore. <laughs> um, Eve, are you able to make it back to your room? I absolutely am. And <clears throat> has anyone seen Sari? She went into that she must be asleep she went back to the room last i saw all right then i shall go to mine okay all right so the night passes the dawn comes and uh you all have nasty headaches except for actually you two again you you two uh, bolt and ezra are, are probably fine uh eve and victor probably have pretty bad Shh. oh sorry eve but it makes it even more distressing to have a headache when you're woken up uh, with a bird urgently fluttering over your head and calling out. 
Goldie, <clears throat> please. My head. Uh, what, what's the matter? I, I'm, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to wake you. It's just, I have to leave. Um, and there's an important message that I have to tell you before I leave. Okay. What is it? She, she kind of preens a little bit, you know, ruffles her feathers and smooths them down like uh, birds do. And she says, uh, she says, this is a mes message from the mistresses. They say that rot is spreading near Bleakwood Forest. Evil is making its first move against an area. And if it succeeds in this plot, the fate of the world may already be decided. You must make haste. Find the people of the blind one and assist them in this task. Uh, the boon of the lady of your choice is yours, as always. Could you repeat that? <laughs> Bleakwood Forest. Rot, rot is spreading, spreading near Bleakwood Forest. Yes. Evil uh, is making its first move. Fantastic, okay. No, not fantastic, that's bad. I, I know, I'm sorry, Goldie. I don't mean to patronize you. Continue. <laughs> if it succeeds, in this plot, the fate of the world may already be decided. That's really bad. Yes, it is very bad. Okay. You must make haste. Find the people of the blind one. The people of the blind Ezra? No, not Ezra. I've had a long <laughs> night. It has been a long night. Victor? <laughs> the, I, I'm just telling you what they told me. I'm sorry, I'm just the messenger. <laughs> Don't shoot the messenger. Okay, Assist yes. them. Assist them. P find people at the blind one. Mm -hmm. And assist them. Okay. And then you may choose a boon, one of the ladies to grant you a boon. I choose... I choose the claw. All right. And she kind of gives this uh, sharp whistle and you feel kind of that, um, that kind of uh, panther-like growl surround you a little bit. So for this mission, because this is a official trio mission, you will have the Boon of the Claw. When an ally is next to a target that you hit with an attack, you deal uh, 1d6 extra damage, and that target must make a DC 14 strength saving throw or be knocked prone. Wow. Only once per turn for okay. the extra damage, much like a sneak attack. What was the... What was the die on that? Uh, it was a 1d6. Sweet. And then uh, DC 14 strength saving throw or knocked prone. And she said, uh, also, there's another boon waiting for you outside when you get a chance. Okay. Must, must you leave me? I've so enjoyed your company. I'm sorry. I go where the ladies will. I understand. All right. Um, Bleakwood Forest. Rot spreading. Find the people of the blind one and assist them. Yes. I can do that. Thank oh, you, Goldie. Thank you for saving my life. You saved our lives. And she kind of ruffles her feathers a little bit and one of the one of the, her like golden feathers falls onto the uh, onto the bed and then she takes off out the window okay. or taps against the window a few times before you <laughs> let her out. Thank you. So um, if you want you can add that. Yes, she'll evil braid it into her hair. It sounded like you said evil braid it. She'll evil, evil braid it. Braid it. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. That great. Um Eve will go and wake the others. Okay. Uh who are you going to first? Probably go to find Sarah. Okay. Uh so you knock on Sarah's door. There's no answer. Um after a few minutes you check the lock and it's unlocked, the room is. And you enter in there and you find that 
the room is completely empty. Like there's a, there's the bed and everything, obviously, but uh, there's no sign of Sarah. The only thing that seems odd is that there is a necklace lying on the table, like the end table. Do I recognize this necklace? Uh, you've never seen it before. Okay, I will approach said necklace. Okay. Uh, so the necklace itself has a a symbol on it that is just a music note, just kind of uh, like a double bar music note. Uh, and uh, when you when you pick it up, you can hear you can quickly hear the uh, the kind of the stirring up of a of a choir in your head for just a moment. And in in that kind of stirring up, you also hear. Uh, Sarah's voice okay. kind of swell a little bit and then and then calm down. And you get this feeling that Sarah is doing something with her patron currently and you're to keep this on you. Okay. I Until will she returns. put the necklace on me. Oh, Sarah, I hope, I hope you're safe. Meanwhile, in the darkness. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, like scream. You told me not to. Agony. You told me not to kill characters off when people aren't there. Yeah. Oh, he we'll would see. not. <laughs> we shall see. Corey. No, I wouldn't do that. Okay. Again. Um, I will then again. <laughs> nope. Uh, A little slow on the uptake there. All right. Um, you are nursing a hangover after all. So. I, apparently. <laughs> the boon of the claw did not come with a cure for the hangover, unfortunately. Yeah. yeah, you need the eye of the dog for that. Yep. Oh. Or the hair of the dog. The boon of the white claw? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the boon of the quick. I will then go to Ezra's room. Okay. Okay. Knock, 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 knock. Yeah, there it goes. I'm supposed yeah. to knock two times after I do that clever little knock. Oh. Let's try Sorry. it again. <laughs> knock, 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 knock. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Ezra, can you help me uh, wake the others? Go find sure. your little boyfriend, Victor. Oh. Frenemy, I Vicky. mean. Vicky. Yes. I think that name is going to stick. <laughs> I'll go get him. I will go get Bolt. I have something to discuss with you all. All right. We'll meet you downstairs. In downstairs. Yep. Right? Yep. It's just kind of like a downstairs and back into the main. Like, I was just going to say the common name. Yeah. 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 Like, oh, Can I make an attack roll at Ezra when he enters the room? <laughs> On what ground, sir? <laughs> he enters Startled. the room and I'm like, shut up and go away. <laughs> are you just barging in or are you knocking? No, I'll knock. Okay. okay. If he doesn't then you hear in. a thunk as soon as you knock. As a knife. Then you knock again, <laughs> I'll throw another knife at the door. Dunk. And I'll reluctantly onto the floor Vicky, and drag myself. It's been a long night for you, but it's time to wake up. Do you wake up? You're like, ah, everything's so bright. <laughs> Why is it so bright? Wait, wait, wait. Oh, never mind. Never, yeah, never it's mind. bright in my it's ears. Instead kind of a big black blur, it's a big white blur. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is torture. Okay. I'll be out in a minute. And Eve will go and get Bolt. Knock, 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 knock. Come in. Why does no one know this thing? <laughs> Bolt, are you yes. feeling all right? Oh, I'm feeling great. I have a so headache. I'm, I'm actually sitting at a table working on something. Oh, and, what are you working uh, on? This is a new contraption that I've invented that should be able to ensnare any enemies when activated. And really? like, I push the last little bit of 
what looks like uh, really spiky barbed wire. Not just like, you know, spike here and spike here, like a lot of them, Are right? making a homemade bomb? <laughs> Not quite. It does, it does, you know, unravel, but I and I put the last little bit and kind of like latch it in place. And there's actually a couple more sitting on the table as well. So this is just my twist on the web spell. Okay. Oh, cool. That's what I, one of the new spells I got. Nice. Five, I like it. So, so. <clears throat> Sweet. Well, that um, looks like it might come in handy. I'm hoping so. Let me just gather this up and... Please, yes, the, join us downstairs. I'll be right down. So you all meet uh, down just kind of in the mess hall. There's there's just kind of like a spread of like, you know, cheeses and meats. And Continental whatnot. breakfast. Yeah, pretty much. And uh, so you can gather what you need and everything. Excellent. Waffles, anyone? I'll make you one. They have a little thing that you pour in here. Oh, the oatmeal. All right. No, thank you. It reminds me of what the came out waffle. of him last time we had pancakes. It ruined it for me. What was the when was the last time we had pancakes? Mm. When you were saying you had Bowls the pancakes whistle. and then you'd make a waffle. Oh. No, I put them all in the. Oh, yeah. I put them in the drink, right? I yeah. remember. In the batter. Okay. Oh, yeah. It ruined it for me. I can't. <laughs> You're right. That sounds disgusting now. <laughs> I'll take bacon. <clears throat> Come sit with me. You'll right. notice that Sari is missing. Um, yes. I went to her room this morning and. It was empty. I found this. I will show you the necklace. I found this mm. on a desk. <clears throat> I picked it up and I could hear a choir. I, I can only assume is the choir of the crags. But I also heard- May I? Absolutely. I want to use a ritual. Identify. Okay. Uh, so first of all, as soon as you touch it, you hear the same swelling. You get the same feeling that, you know, this is Sari's gone for now, but you need to keep this close by. Um, so you, you take the 10 minutes to do the ritual. Do you want to keep talking while he's doing that ritual? Yes. While you're doing that, I I heard Sarah's voice in there as well, and I I think that she's away doing something for choir. I'm on a mission for them of some sorts, and hmm. I feel like I need to wear this necklace while she's gone. All right. Did you find anything? Um, so that yeah. took 10 minutes that for me to yeah. say that. Mm-hmm. Yep. That, yeah, that was in between bites. Found. Yeah. Yeah, so you identify it. This is the this is the weapon. This is the, the item that Sari uh, carries. This appears to be craggy. <laughs> As, again, you hear the... Uh, <laughs> does it change into anything? <laughs> Oops. No, it does not change into anything. <sighs> but you do hear the same choir. Yeah. Have you tried smelling it? <laughs> everything, uh, check. everything in an area smells like something. Or stinky. Everything everywhere That's smells true. like something. <laughs> right? Did oh, smell yes. it. I guess when you put it that way. <laughs> that was part of my identifier ritual. I was like... <sighs> metal. Smells like singing. Smells like smell like, yeah. smells like, like uh, when you go to like an amusement park and then you come home and you're like... You smell like the it's oil, like sweaty like... metal, and <laughs> yeah. Yeah. chlorine. And... <laughs> Nasty. Yeah. Yep. I can tell that she sweaty metal is my death metal. We only play at gigs that don't have air conditioning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like all of it's, them. It's awful. <laughs> wow, you learn something new every day. Um, check it out on 
<laughs> SoundCloud. Spotify. He's a SoundCloud rapper. <laughs> so there's a cute people who be like, sweaty metal. Sweaty metal. You're going to find some weird porn. Also, Goldie woke me this morning and she's left. She's gone. The trio needs her, but she had a message for me from my ladies. Uh, she said that, and I had to ask her a few times because she spoke very quickly and I'm a little slow this morning. She said that there is rot splitting, splitting. Mm -hmm. Yes. That's the end. Mm -hmm. Rot splitting. Rot splitting. Splooting. Splooting. Yes. Spelunking. I'm just imagining no. Goldie splooting. That's <laughs> 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 cute. <laughs> bird legs out the back. <laughs> Scott, Editor Scott, find a picture of a bird splooting and put it right here. Next to the picture of... Dallin's dog. Yes. <laughs> we'll, just put, we'll, just, we'll just photoshop a bird's head yeah, on top of you. There you go. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Send us the pictures so we can do yeah. that. <laughs> okay. Reset. She said there is rot spreading in liquid forest. Hmm. And that there's evil. Evil is making its first move, I think. And that if it succeeds, it will be the end of our world as we know it. You know, light stuff. And that we need to find the people of the blind one to assist them. The only blind one is I know is... Is that all I am to you? ...is Victor. <laughs> well, yes. Oh, all right. No, Maybe. you are more than your all right. disability. I don't know how I feel about finding my people. I'm not sure they really want to see me. Now Not I seem much. to remember well, <coughs> when we were in us. when we were in Hollowbend. Uh, where where do you live? Willow Creek Hollow. Uh -huh. When we were in Willow Creek Hollow, uh, yes, weren't there some people passing through? Your people well, I believe that they were, were on their way to Terra. Yes. Uh, what, what, which which wing ring? Well, wing I think ring. it was the Onyx ring. I think that no, was it. It was it was the third ring. The third ring. Yep. Okay. So the third ring. Uh, Yes. Do you think that could be them? Perhaps, mm. if it's close. I mean, well, it seems a little ironic, but I, I, it, it, it fits the description. Where is Bleakwood? Bleakwood um, Forest is just to the south of here. Yep, yep. so uh, when you're at kind of a crossroads town, uh, if you head southwest, uh, there's, a, and there's a path that diverts off the long road and heads to Bleakwood Forest. <laughs> Uh, and then north, obviously, is terrible. So it seems we must help the blind one first, then go to Bleakwood, or should we? I think we need to find to the people first? of the Blindwood and it's a blind one. <laughs> I can't talk to <laughs> the Blindwood. Well, they said they were I'm on right their way the blind to that. That sounds awesome. Forest, yeah, it's that. so cool. The canopy's so thick you can't yep. see anything. They they said that they were Except on their way to Terabond. But I don't Ooh, think they well, said they yes. were in Terabond. They um, could be closer. Right? I wonder if perhaps they took a pit stop. They the could have been forest. stopped here as well. I, we might not have hmm. seen them in Let's the fight ask. battle. Maybe we yes. should ask around. I'm not sure. They would have been ahead of us by a few days. At so least. I mean, we got it, a little sidetracked. Is there anyone in the... Like, when we when we first came to town, we, um, what, how long had the siege been going on? That was just like the previous like day or two? 
Uh, yeah, it, it had been going on for uh, like two or three days. Two or three days. Yeah, okay. Because like we yeah. saw it like kind of like creeping. I mean, up. yeah. So we could have. Um, I don't know. They might have gotten past, or they might have gotten stuck here. I suppose we could ask around before we leave, but mm, we should probably talk to um, Mayor Bolin. 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 I'm. I'm more curious. <clears throat> I think we should still do that, of course. I'm very curious about what Goldie meant by the rot. I wonder if it had anything well. had anything to do with the cracking in the sky. I need to check and see if it has grown at all. Hmm. Let's go outside. Um, just like out of character. Like, is is there a central point where the cracking is like most prominent? Yeah. So it kind of, uh, if you look to the east. Mm-hmm. Um, it is stretching on up the line over. Yep, on line It is stretching up over the Malagoth Mountains. Okay. Oh, that would be to the west. To the west. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. So, so over, over Malagoth. To Bleakwood, by the way. So we're going southwest. the other direction, yeah. essentially you, away from the cracking. Yep. Okay. But you can still see it in the sky. Right. The, the faint little purple cracks that just kind of seem to pass over as if like something is hanging there. Okay. Uh, so you all stand up, or you're, you're about to stand up uh, when the door opens and Lucan walks in. And he uh, walks up and says, good morning, everyone. Good morning, Mr. Lucan. Good morning, Bolt. Oh, it's are you. We just, are we finishing breakfast and ready to head out? About that. Uh, I, I think we should see other people. <laughs> <laughs> it's not, not you. Her. It's me. But it's most definitely you. I mean, what yes. happened to me before? <laughs> <laughs> Lucan, I... I can't leave with you right now. I've... I've been given... a mission by the trio. How much have you told me about the trio? Not really much. Just that you worship them? Yeah. No, you got really cozy in the tent that one time. <laughs> yeah, we didn't talk about that. Oh. There was not much talking oh. happening. It was all fangs and claws. Fangs and claws. And talons. And talons, yep. He knows all about the ladies. So you're... That never happened. <laughs> so you your thoughts that, but... told you that you had to go elsewhere. To Bleakwood Forest. The complete opposite direction of where you should be going. If that is where you're going today, I cannot come with you. He seems a little surprised by that. I thought that uh, our contract was more important to you than that. Nothing is more important to me than the trio. They are my gods. I I serve them. I see. They have not led us astray yet. You are welcome perhaps to come is, with us. Perhaps it's just a detour on the way to Terrabon. Sure, I still have the baby carrier. Climb on in. <laughs> no, no, thank you. Um, you have a copy of the contract that I can put in. If you want, I can hold it for you. No, I don't think I will be joining you. All right. If you're going to gallivant off, I will have to go to Terrabon and try and smooth things over. Once yeah, again. Wait. Pause. Out of game talk. Uh-huh. Um, 
part of the thing says we need to find the blind those people. I thought they were headed to Terrible as well. That's what you guys are asking around for. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we don't maybe, know that. maybe we should okay. just, yeah, you don't know. That. Sure. <clears throat> maybe Lucan, before you leave, you could hang around for a couple of hours. Let us ask around. We're looking for some people that may be in Terrabon. Have you have you noticed anyone from the Eight Rings here since you've arrived? There were members of the third ring here about a week ago from what I gathered. They went towards Bleakwood Forest. That seals it, I think. Lucan, I want to be reliable and and good to you. You've been so good to me. But I have to go against your wishes. And he kind of just like sits there a moment and then he stands up and he says, I'll be leaving in two hours. If you want to go off on your sacred mission, feel free and I'll see you in Terrabon when you get there. Very well. What's the saying, Victor? If you love something, let it go and open all the butterfly cages and see which one comes back or something. Don't open all the cages. Bad <laughs> idea. Let's, let's leave the butterflies out of this. Leave. Victor's awesome. <laughs> I would give some serious thought to your future, Eve, while you're traveling. If you want to be responsible or if you want to follow the edicts of some deity. And then he turns and he walks away. Oof. Like, that guy's a piece of work. I didn't quite like that. How dare he say, choose me over God? What is he? Are He's not a right? god. Are you alright? I'm okay. I think I'm starting to. Does he need a face to be punched? Uh, no. <laughs> but I think I'm. Brander is here? <laughs> Brander? Let me at the guy we were just talking to. Brander, Brander. That was Brander! <laughs> go see <Sheep. laughs> Like, go in the dark alleyway, like, whoosh, 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 whoosh. Wow, that got very violent. Brander very is dishonorable. There is no, there is nothing but violence or dishonor. Nope. Um, I, I just... Ravaged the unpenitent. I think I am starting to see his true colors a bit more clearly than I have been able to in the past. Seems like when he found you, maybe you weren't quite as strong as you are now. And now you're strong-willed and he can't have hold over you. Seems like you've grown for the better. I have all of you to thank for that. I think we've, we've all grown because of each other. Yeah, we're now heroes or something, apparently. We have a cool name now. We would watch. I don't know how I feel about it. I like the name, but... Being a hero, I don't know. It doesn't really seem to be our thing, but we'll see. All right, uh, let's go check the sky. Yes. Okay. Uh, so you step outside. The let's see here. I want to like first of all look at towards the west mm-hmm. at the regular cracking and see if yeah. it has spread further. Nope. Become larger. Hasn't spread any. And then I also want to do like a slow kind of scan of the rest of the sky and see if I see cracking anywhere else. 
Maybe okay. like about Bleakwood. Give me, give like me a perception check. Perception check. Come on, new dice. Don't fail me now. You failed me. A four. I know there doesn't appear to be too many clouds in the sky. It's hard to tell. <laughs> Cloudy day. So you're all standing around, kind of walk, looking around and trying to see if there was any uh, any new cracks. Uh, when you hear a, <laughs> just imagining. <laughs> Plenty of other people like just start looking up as well. Like, right, quit, what what is it now? Like, <laughs> what's happening? Um, uh, when you hear the soft growl of a large cat ringing through the streets, and you can all clearly hear this kind of echoing uh, ethereal growl, uh, and then you hear the swift thumping of paws. The air swirls around, green mist coalescing into a galloping form of an armored bounder springing its way past the bewildered people of Bell's Watch. When it's fully formed, the large uh, silvery furred creature stands a head taller than any of you, a half foot larger than any bounder you've seen before. A pair of branching antlers spring from its head as well, adding to its already impressive height. It thumps to a halt in front of the party, locking eyes with Eve for a few moments before bowing its head in servitude to her. Eve. What is this? Is this your spirit mount or whatever? Yeah. That's so cool. Pally staple. <laughs> so awesome. If you're a paladin, you have to have it. <laughs> you have to. Like, they honestly should just give you it. Yeah. Right. Um, I think we should post a picture from our friend. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So, um, quick side note. Somebody did fan art of the show, which is really cool. Super We're going to post it up good. here now. Um, right over my face. Right over, just <laughs> over the full screen. Uh, so <laughs> big thanks. Uh, you're looking up the name right I'm now. Uh, this is this is uh, Sari. Sorry, what was it? I think it's Matt Hilker. Hilker. No, Matt Hilker. Thanks, yeah. Matt, on for Facebook. doing the he's first on, he's on Tales Twitter. of Veneria fan art. We love it. So exciting. And on Instagram yeah. too. I think. And it's yes. uh, so cool. We'll put his handle yeah. as well. Yeah, please um, go to so the description. Follow Everyone him. can see what a bounder actually looks like. Yeah, which it's awesome. Fantastic. Now just add antlers. Now just add jackal antlers. There you go. And yeah. So and cool. it's a silvery fur, kind of like a, a silver like greyhound, a, right? Like a silver lap. Oh, like kind of like lap. almost oh, like some cool. brown yeah. undertones and. Yeah. Yep. So pretty. <sighs> and it does have like golden, uh, green leaf green armor on awesome. as well. So and a saddle for you as well. Whoa. This was sent to me by the trio. Goldie said there was another boon waiting for me outside. And Eve will just, like, put her head against the bounder's head and kind of just put their foreheads together. Okay. You can feel that, like, giant nose, like, rapidly twitching. Um, I have a very important question. Yes. Is it a, is it a pointy-eared rabbit, or is it kind of a floppy-eared? Or one of each. Is it Harlequin? <laughs> Like the two tones? Okay, it could be. Is it spotted? Oh, I didn't even think about having floppy yes. ears. That's so white? cute. <laughs> They're like it's, little pigtails on each side. It's got floppy ears. Okay. It has floppy ears. Perfect. It's got to. You have bows? Yeah. yeah, got bows on either side. It looks a little like Derby, but it's kind of cute. So cute. Can oh, its name cute. be Derby? <laughs> Actually, its name does start with a D. Oh, what is its name? So Eve looks at it and says, I shall call you Darian. After my father. And he gives a few light, quick, like, thump, thump, 
just kind of to show its approval. And then just kind of like nuzzles against you a little bit, waits around. Uh, it seems intensely loyal. It seems like it would follow you pretty much to the ends of the earth, which the quest you're on might be what the case. Who knows? Great. Yeah. Spoiler alert, we're all dying. <laughs> yeah. Sarah's the only one that's surviving because she's not here. <laughs> Unless we destroy this craggy. Plot immunity. <laughs> I already tried stepping on it. It didn't work. <laughs> oh, great. Change, Sam, you change. <laughs> Turn it to a bow. <laughs> Uh, so here is my question to the party how are we traveling to Bleakwood are the rest of you getting mounts as well I mean if if you have a mount by Bounder we'd be way too slow so Mm -hmm. I think we gotta get mounts okay um, and then, are you doing any uh, shopping, or you can try selling those uh, gems if you yeah. like before we yeah. leave? So, how many did you have? Sixteen. Okay. Sixteen gems. Uh, you didn't give me any kind of specifics on that. Nope. Uh, so they're just sixteen gems of various types. Um, so what I what I would like is uh, you're either going to ap- appraise them with an intellect skill. Uh, or you can try and uh, persuade, uh, basically, a jewelry. So I'm definitely going with inside of things. Okay. Um, can I do an investigation check to try to determine, like, their cut, their clarity, mm-hmm. yeah, that kind of thing? Yep. So you can kind of appraise them and kind of get them in the best light, that sort of thing. Okay. So go ahead and roll me a d20. Or, well, go ahead and roll a check. Eight. Eight? Okay. Uh, so, unfortunately, you didn't make the DC for any extra. They're just going to be 100 gold apiece. 100 gold apiece. Only. Okay. So, that should be another 1,600? Yep. Yeah, 1,600 gold. Has everyone taken their money from last time? I think we yeah. separated you, you, you separa- right. Yeah, you separated the treasure out specifically, I believe. Yes. Yeah. Um, so- I wrote down the totals, but I have a lot of gold, so I'm assuming Uh, you were you were something at like 999 gold or something like that. Is that right? I'm at 632. I don't know about you guys. I'm at 626. Okay, so we we must have already divvied it out. I'm sure we did. Did you have do you have um, platinum and Mm -hmm. copper and silver? Yeah, then we did. Okay, I don't. Oh yeah, because I have 10 platinum and there was 50, so that would make 10 platinum. Uh, 10 platinum, 500 gold. 2,400 silver and 100 gold. And then uh, 51 gold for the reward, right? 55. 55. Oh, yeah. 55. Okay. No, 51. 51. You just tell me how much I need to add. 51 gold. Add 51 gold. Is there a money changer in town that I could change money? Because there's no way I could carry that money. Yeah. Yeah. I will go ahead and, yeah, there's definitely a money changer here. And most of of mine's going to be in platinum because I can't carry that much at all. We really need to just have a bag of holding for our money. Yeah. yeah. Just like a communal. So well, actually, don't put all yours. So I, sell, money in one I sell all the gems. Um, bring it back, and I will give it up uh, 320 gold. You'd like, make it rain. 320 gold <laughs> piece. Nice. We are going to right now. 320 gold. 320. And someone flush. please write this down for. Oh, yeah. Yep. Gold. I'll, I'll have it on my list here. So. Okay. And, and what the last part? 320 gold. Yeah, and that was for the gems. Those 16 gems that we sold. Yep, so you can go ahead and change that out for platinum. And it's 10, right? 10 gold pieces for platinum. Yeah, yep. So it's 32. Obviously, the higher denomination, the more careful you need to be, but when has anybody ever tried to rob you? 
Yeah. Um, no, don't put that in your mind. <laughs> if anybody has a broken wagon wheel on the road, we're not helping them. No. They're thieves. <laughs> as long as we stay off the long road, we might get robbed slightly less. Yeah. <laughs> Unless we roll into like a spider hole like last time. Yeah. And then, um, does anybody have any specific magic items that they would like to look for? This place does have a Wellspring Item Co. Um, that has several, like, pre- I think pretty much any uncommon magic item you might be able to find here um, within there, reason. Would they have any bags of holding at all? Uh, they, yeah, they definitely would. Let's find out how much a bag of holding is. Because that would be probably the number one thing that Victor would need, because I most of the stuff I cannot carry like that. This last thing, he's probably blaming it on that uh, bear trap that made him overweight, because I looked mm-hmm. at my thing and I was encumbered. <laughs> so, well, you don't have the chakram anymore either. So take that. Yeah, I don't have the chakram, so I pulled that off on the way. Did you give that the hug? Yeah, and I'm like just barely at like I can walk. <laughs> so a bag of holding uh, would cost you. I actually have them listed here at 500 gold base cost. So, yep, it's not a bad. And, and you guys yeah. are you guys are plenty close to a major city, so a bag of holding would not be an uncommon thing. Platinum. Um, okay. Did you get any more infusions? By the way, let's so. check that just in case. I just have soft too. Okay. Yeah, okay. That, but that's that's really the what I would be looking for, and. Uh, yeah, you. I mean, you. It's pretty simple. You go to the Wellspring Item Company. You say I'm looking for a bag of holding. They pull out a bag of holding, out of another bag. No, wait. No. <laughs> <laughs> they walk into a back into the back room, come out, which is a bag of holding. Yeah. <laughs> it's a vault of holding. There you go. You um, have one that you comes in black. Have... <laughs> Unfortunately, all bag of holdings have to be designed the same way. Oh, yeah. Well, I guess I can't see it anyway. Whatever. Not really. And I pull up mine, and it's <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> what color is this? Is it green? <laughs> what Orange? color is your bag of holding? I really like the the. It's the same color as my magic, the rusty red. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think they would have mithril splint? Mythical Split. Let's see here. I have no idea what that even cost. But I would like to have heavy armor without having disadvantage on stuff. Uh, yeah, they do actually have, oh, like, nice. if you ask for it. Uh, basically, it's the cost of the armor okay. plus 200 gold. Okay, so what would that... <laughs> uh, I don't know how much Split costs. Well, let me. I can look it up here. I wish it would give you a cost. Um... Everybody's getting a peek at uh, different item costs now. And some people at home may be raging at the fact that I gave away a bag of holding it for 500 gold. But let's be honest. Have you ever run a D&D campaign where you did not get a bag of holding? Leave it in the comments. Splint uh, raw is 200 gold pieces. 200 gold, so 400 gold. 400? Yeah. Seems like a really good deal. I will take that. Yeah, I mean, it's mithril armor, so it's not necessarily even, like, magical. Like, mithril is a magical substance, but it's not like a... A specific like we enchant right. It's not like a plus one. Yeah. Plus so you two, you yeah. you would probably not go to the Wellspring Item Co for that. They they direct you to a blacksmith okay. that then they do have plenty of blacksmiths that are like yeah. Oh, yeah I do have like one cent and they'll they'll help you kind of uh, they'll help you tailor it basically and, and everything. So yeah, perfect. Okay, I'll buy that. Okay, hundred gold, and I'll give them a ten gold tip oh, because wow. they did really good work. All right. Well, <laughs> let's see. Yeah, they did do good work. That's amazing. It's the best I've seen in a while. Not bad for mass-produced armor. Yeah. The Wellspring Item Company. Yep. 
We'll see if it breaks. No, that, that again, that's from the, um, like, uh, can I sell, <laughs> can I sell my old studded leather? Has a cost of 45, but it is used. Uh, I think for cost, it's like 50% is what okay. I was doing it as. All right, so I'll like just 20. Yeah. Okay, I'll get rid of that. Yep, and it's like it's like a trade-in, right? Yeah, like, like apply it towards uh -huh. the cost kind of thing. Yep. Yeah, okay. Adamantine armor is actually more expensive. Yeah. For your next purchase, <laughs> get 20% off. And they like they do try to like upsell you on like hey we we do have like a Fletcher next door I see you're an archer if you want you could like they I'm sure they've got some enchanted bows you can take a look at. Hmm. I think I'm good with old trusty here for now. I want to pick up pat, some pat. <laughs> 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 trusty. I want to pick up some uh, healing potions. Oh okay yeah oh, yeah, yeah. Piece, I believe yeah I believe so let me Likewise. just check here. I think we should all get some. Yeah. yeah. We need to make sure we have enough money for a mount. Yeah. Too. <laughs> regular, regular healing potions are 50 gold. And that's um, the 2d4 plus 2. Yes. And again, this is like Wellspring <laughs> Item Company 101. They've they little, literally got them in like, maybe like one of those, like you got a big scoop in a bag and you like put them in like the other <laughs> candy, awesome. you know. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to pick up six of them. Okay. Uh, there are so there are also greater, superior, and supreme, if you'd rather. Uh, not supreme. Only up to superior is 100, I bet. Uh, greater is 100, superior is 250. Hmm. What do they do? They do good stuff. They Don't do. you have this memorized? There's How so many things dare you have to you think ask of. about that. Some DM you are. <laughs> <laughs> do you think I'm a good DM? Leave a comment in the comment section. <laughs> no, I don't want to know that. I don't want to know. Like, so if you think I'm terrible, just go yeah. away. Stop watching. Let's see. I just searched health potion. That's how it's called. I've <laughs> <laughs> been playing too many video games. <laughs> Healing potion. Come on. It's now. not in the player's handbook. It's in the DMs, which is even lower oh, on the stack. I can just look in here. Yeah, just look there. Does Eve buy anything? Um, she would like to buy some healing potions. Okay. But I want to superior hear the difference call? between. Yeah. Uh, so greater and superior are here. Superior healing potion or healing yeah. potion? Potion of superior healing. Sorry. And then potion of greater healing. You can't play potion of superior. Oh. <laughs> yep, look at this. Your fancy technology <laughs> fails you, and now we have to go to the regular books. Dun, dun, dun. Oh, because it's potion of healing, parentheses, superior. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Those don't have a cost, of course. Well, no. You're not looking at the cost, though. You're looking at the HP gain. Greater healing oh. does 4d4 plus 4, and superior does 8d4 plus 8. Hmm. And pricing was... And pricing was, uh, yeah, 150. I'm going to buy three of the normal... Three of the normal ones? Okay. Sorry, I, I know you just said this. How much were greater? Uh, greater are 4d4 plus 4. Sorry, cost. 100. 100. Okay, I'm buying two greater. Two greater. I will buy two greater and two of the regular. Okay. I'm going to go four of the regular. <laughs> uh -huh. 
two of the greater and one superior. Okay. And again, like you're you're telling this to the Axtoli, and he's just like putting pulling them out with all four of his arms. But sorry, the regular what was the cost of the regular? Six hundred fifty gold. Okay. And then so that's going to set me back three hundred. You're still kind of rich. And then you have to buy mounts. We got to buy mounts. Uh, and those come from the Greenwood, Greenwood Livery, Sable, and Blacksmith. Nay. It isn't where you bought your armor. This blacksmith is more about like, it's more like a harrier. So yeah. When he's else. Greenwood. Okay. And um, what are we looking at? Cost I will give you 600 copper for one, my man. <laughs> Six gold? No. So, um... Buying horses, 75 gold. Okay. Can we like rent them or do we have to buy them? Um, you you can, you can you have to buy them, but you could probably sell them at another town, okay. basically. Uh, 10 gold uh, for a riding saddle. And then if you uh, if you want, you can also purchase uh, saddle bags to hold some items for eight gold. Hmm. That's oh, you bought the bag of holding. Yeah. And then uh, you also need to make sure that you have uh, feed for the animals as well, which is five copper pieces for a day. Can my seat belt double as a saddle? Since I'm that, sitting. That is a type of seat, technically. <laughs> I just like imagining, because the seat belt's invisible, right? <laughs> There's just yeah. a gap between the horse and me. <laughs> it's just weird, like, uh, video game graphics where you're yeah. not quite sitting on the yeah. horse. <laughs> I'm, I'm perfectly still on the horse's leg. But your leg is clipped and it's inside of the horse a little bit. Every time, um, every time it runs, it kind yeah, of Yeah, you know what? Through. I'll allow that. A saddle is a type of seat, so Yay. you can skip out on the 10 gold that it requires for the saddle. Okay. <laughs> so like, we're looking at 85 gold plus 5 copper a day for feed. For feed, yep. I will find how how many days will it take us to get to Bleakwood? Yeah. Like the, the, the Clydesdale style. Um, so... A total journey to Bleakwood takes you, uh, uh, by uh, horseback, it'll take you two days. Unless you want to go bareback, okay. then you can save 10 gold and ruin your legs. Hurt my butt. Um, okay, so two days. So I'm going to buy Are there any chariots? days worth of feed, <laughs> just mean, in case. you want a chariot, we can. I don't want one. So I was just thinking the Avis brothers copper. are experts <laughs> in chariots. Yeah. Did you know? Fun fact. The, the Avis brothers used to Five race per chariot? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But do chariot six. racing. <laughs> That's expert, fun expert fact. Expert is a, they, they, hated, they hated when we put the blades on the wheels, though. <laughs> couldn't stand it. Ben style. <laughs> yeah, apparently we, we grew up in medieval, or not medieval, ancient Rome. Yeah. Um, Good times. But you how knew you, Maximus? How much for feed? You say? Five mm-hmm. copper a day. Maximus Avisus. Maximus Avisus. <laughs> um... The the uh, gentleman that runs the stable, the Greenwood gentleman, actually, what is his name? His name is Yorick Brushweave. Uh, he says, uh, "Don't worry, we've got horses that are trained to handle fully armored knights. They'll be able to handle you." That's good. So I'm going to get a hundred copper worth of feeds. Twenty days. Twenty days. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Figure out the weight of feed just so that your bag of holding doesn't get exploded. <laughs> we have a lot of copper. I'm just reading this. Uh, weighs ten pounds for one one day of ration or of feed. Holy yeah. crap! Yep. One day of feed is ten pounds. Holy Horses crap. eat a lot. 
Yeah. We can let them graze on the grass on the way there. We can hunt <laughs> the grass. I'm <laughs> not actually going to ask this, but how many days can a horse survive without food? I'm just asking for a friend. <laughs> the how good news is if we run out of rations, we but you now said, have food. You said we can get saddlebags. Just joking. Yeah. That's yeah, fun. so the horse can carry some of it. So you can carry sure. most of it. Are there any druids? If it can carry us carrying it. It should be able to carry. So them. I'll tell you what, a, a horse's mac carrying capacity. We need to find a druid who can give us good berries because then it'll be full with one berry. <laughs> That's true. And then we don't have to it's wait a well known fact horses hate good berries. Dang. They only they like sugar they cakes. Call them, they call them <laughs> mediocre berries. Yeah. So what you're yeah. saying is I need to go get those sugar bombs and yes. feed them only sugar bombs the whole year. Yes. <laughs> a riding horse can carry some. a total of 400 I'll sell some to you. <laughs> How much do you weigh? 400 pounds. <laughs> yeah. You had one of the beefy boys, though. And the riding saddle is 25 pounds, but you're Similar not getting to the, the saddle, boys. so, yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm going to take, a, I'm going to get 100 pounds of feed, so that's 10. Yeah, does the seatbelt put the, transfer the weight to the ground or whatever object it's touching, or is it magic? No, Hold it, it. it definitely Darn. is. Like, <laughs> the, the horse, be the fastest <laughs> yeah. horse in the world. Yep. <laughs> I'm wearing nothing at all. Yeah. <laughs> so not 100 copper worth of feed. Uh, whatever, 80 more pounds. Actually, I'm probably... So if you wanted to buy the saddlebags, you, that is eight pounds in itself. I'm probably over the capacity of the horse at this yeah. point. Because just with gear, because I'm 400 alone. Yeah, but you're also, you also have a bunch of stuff in the bag of holding. The bag of holding doesn't weigh anything. Right. Well, the bag of holding has a weight. How yeah. much? I guess five pounds. But I'll, I'll um... I'm gonna get 100 pounds and no, 15 pounds. Who knew that when you play D and D, how far away is? It's just math assignments. Is it's like what then? It's all math assignments. Uh, by horseback, it's a two-day journey. There. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I'm, you, I'm only gonna buy six days six, worth. Like, yeah. give me their back and maybe a little extra. If anybody's getting flashbacks to Oregon Trail, they're not alone. <laughs> oh yeah. I'm getting scared that he's gonna die to dysentery. You stole my joke. I played, I played that recently and beat it. Figured it out. Nice. It's helpful that you're when you're not eight. Uh huh. Yeah, I mean, in no eight year old could survive the organ. Yeah, I don't know if you have this is something you should be super proud of. For some of. reason, <laughs> if I just bought all gunpowder, my people would starve to death. I don't know why. Yeah. Well, you weren't hunting, so though. obviously. That I know. Good Every time I hunted, six, ricochet, six, and I die. Sounds good. Uh, okay. okay. Perfect. Shopping. 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 <laughs> now I want to play the organ trail. Yeah, I just want to go. I'll just send you the real shopping. You played online, not the installing thing. Seriously, <laughs> doing that. This week's game is sponsored to you by <laughs> Oregon, Oregon Trail. Trail and Visa and Disney Gold, <laughs> whatever of an area. <laughs> Already, our minds are becoming one. Okay, creepy. So everybody gears up. Yep. Uh, my horse creaks when I climb on top of it. What color is your horse? Just black. I'm gonna take okay. my horse. That's the longest. My horse is mostly black, but it has like white speckling <laughs> All right, through cool. it. Hmm. What are you okay. gonna name it? Hmm. Old paint. I'm gonna name it Jin. J I N. Hmm, I like it. Okay. What's yours named? Taxi. <laughs> <laughs> Bolt, Bolt's culture has very like. <laughs> Bolt has no culture. (laughs) (laughs) And what about uh, Chestnut Bay with a white sock and his name is Glue. Okay. The return of Glue. (laughs) Glue 2.0. No, I'll name him Jazzy. 
Because yeah. that was my grandpa's horse. Okay. And it was a Chestnut Bay. White right. Fun fact, the first horse that my wife ever rode was named Cory. Oh, that sounds like a weird sex thing. I know. <laughs> I know. But it's the truth. <laughs> you guys are all packed. You're all ready to go. And you take off. Uh, your bounder is quick. Uh, for the purposes of stats, just use the elk stat okay. for it because it does have antlers. So Shadow everything that comes with that. Um, mm. Except for your speed is uh, 50 feet around instead of the usual. 40. I assume it has a jumping yeah. higher or larger. That's part of that, say, Mike. Yeah. You need, to send, you need to send me standing that the link to Eve on Hero Forge so I can put it in a writing pose. I'm going to see if we can find a, a bounder, like a, oh, yeah. a so big cool. rabbit. That would be really cool. Ooh, that would be cool. Remember, okay. it has floppy ears. Yeah. <laughs> you like writing it in its and ears it in the wind. They're like flopping oh, in your face. Little like fluffy floppy ears are kind of like smacking it a little bit, but it's okay. It's, so it's great. Cute. You got to time down. Well, they're really big if you see the picture. You can use those like, as the yeah. as like the yeah the reins. The reins. Yeah. 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 on the ears a little bit. So uh, basically, having a mount doubles your average speed. So uh, again, once you guys uh, get done here, uh, if your mounts live, if you live, uh, you can head back up towards Terrabon, and it'll be half the time that it would normally take. It'd be five nice. days instead of ten. So. All right, okay. um, and oh, sorry, sorry, this stretch. <laughs> I keep leaning on Colby. This uh, stretch of the road we'll southeast is like surprisingly <laughs> devoid of any sort of dangers. The usual dangers that you've been experiencing on the long road are absent. And it's two days uh, before you get near Bleakwood Forest. And you're, you're just, uh, you're just, you're just getting on the road. You're just starting your second day uh, journey there. Um, you're, you stop to feed, or feed and water the horses every now and then. And you know that doesn't mean you actually can, can we on the horses. Can they graze? And so we can reduce the amount of feed we have to give them? Um, I mean, wild horses live in the wild. Yeah. I mean, yeah, they can graze a little bit. Because it's just it's kind of just a flat plain around this area. There Don't let them eat the rot. Um, we don't even know what that is. Ezra, you no. think you could do some some ranger things or something to go fight? Tell us where like good places to eat are. Not um, particularly skilled in that. At least well, you shoot the no. bow. You're a ranger, right? No. Fight, fight. That's that's classist. Come on, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you think you throw a dagger and now you're a? A fighter? A rogue, yes! <laughs> <laughs> I guess it doesn't work both ways. Uh, can I, I guess, looking around, I just want to make sure that there's, like, something safe to eat. That the horse isn't going to, like, get eaten by something, an alligator or something. Yeah. Mm -hmm. An alligator <laughs> in the plains. <laughs> so what did you roll? I rolled a two plus two. Four. Four. <laughs> okay. Uh, no, they, like, you don't safe. find any sort of, like, snake in the grass or anything. Alligator safe. In the right. yeah. Go for boots. it. There was I, definitely a snake in your boot. <laughs> I will. I guess I'll, I'll, I'll tether while they're grazing. I guess I'll tether my horse to someone else's horse. Okay. Okay. Yeah. You yep. just tie their tails together so it's like a avatar, <laughs> like a uh, rat swarm. Or one gets spooked. It pulls on the other one, then they all just go crazy. 
Um, so (laughs) basically ahead in the distance, all you can see is the looming giant trees that make up Bleakwood Forest, your home actually. So you've, you've seen these, they're basically like giant redwoods and all these other massive trees uh, that just kind of loom overhead. And it's, it's a silhouette that is hauntingly beautiful. Um, it's a little bit like, much like the uh, Emerald Wild, it looks a little terrifying, but you don't get that same sense of dread. It's more like this thing is ancient and old and there's all this like you can almost feel like even even those of you that are martially inclined can feel that permeation of like uh magic old magic coming through Mm -hmm. and it's about midday on the second day uh that you finally see something other than the long stretch of road on the horizon um you see kind of just these dotted black uh something or other and about half an hour later as you approach uh, the vague shapes resolve themselves into uh, a set of tents. In the middle is a giant blue tent staked down securely with many sturdy ropes. Around the large tent are half a dozen or more smaller ones, some of which have a full side of their cloth rolled up to reveal workstations and temporary forges. And the smell of smelting metal and burning coal assails the nostrils, but deep rhythmic pounding of the hammers on anvils calms the nerves and feels almost hypnotic in its, in its beating. Uh, as you get closer, a cluster of women um, are sitting kind of near the road, all weaving baskets or stitching cloth, and look up as you approach. And one, who's a uh, dark-skinned half-elf woman with wrinkles, uh, causing her round face to pinch into a near-permanent scowl, stands and dusts off her simple shift before stepping forward before you get too close. Her stance is very much defensive and elegant at the same time, as she calls out, you are about to approach the the tempered requiem. Please halt and declare yourselves. Yeah, um, I hear that. That's a butt pucker moment. <laughs> yeah, for Victor. <laughs> what are they it? Sorry, the tempered, tempered requiem. Yep. Tempered requiem, which is the so <laughs> to add to well, the well, already fun. Going, don't say butchers. Don't say butchers. Um, to, <laughs> to add to the already fun uh, double name that happens with the eight rings. Each ring has a specific like formal name in addition to that. It's so like the, a... Yeah. So the Tempered Requiem is the third ring. The third ring. Yeah. yeah. The third ring. Love it. Then you don't have to say third ring, wing, sling. It's it's all ring. it's all very complicated, probably intentionally. Dog, <laughs> yep. I, um... It is I, uh, Victor, and uh, the rest of my companions here. We are the Wayward Watch. The Wayward Watch. We are we are standing. Um, we are we are uh, in search, actually, of of you and your camp. I um, I am currently on pilgrimage to um, fix my mistakes, but if you would be willing to allow us to to help you in in uh, fighting this. Blight in the bleak wood. We are. We stand ready to uh, to help. And she kind of she kind of frowns a little bit, and she says, uh, "Victor, who? Victor Udonta." Yes, I thought that might be you. Dismount and approach. Just you, please. Can I like secretly get an arrow range just in case <laughs> uh, they try? Go ahead and roll me a sleight of hand check. Okay. I will. Yeah, I'll, I'll kind of dismount freely and walk with my hands 
clearly where they can see them. 14. Uh, So the old woman's eyes snap to you as you start readying, and this cloud of small needles kind of pulls up behind her and just kind of like curves at like a wave <laughs> until you put your bow away and they just kind of they just kind oh, of settle yeah. oh, yeah, sorry, she's she's straight. Straight. She, yeah, so. despite being old she looks very <laughs> ferocious so once victor is close enough she holds up her hand and she says present your blade and I will, um, like keeping my hands up, I will slowly call it to my hand mm-hmm. and then hold it out. Okay. Uh, she doesn't take it. If you want to, you can just ha- kind of have just it hover hold in the it. Air. Yeah, because obviously you don't you don't touch another another uh, member's blade. Mm-hmm. And you, he, she kind of just like wanders around it and and examines it closely. She says, "Very well cared for. I remember your father. He was." He is uh, one of the best of us. It's a little disappointing to see his son fallen so far. Yes, uh, unfortunately this apple fell too far from the tree. At least you are acknowledging your mistakes. What is it exactly that brought you here again? Uh, well, very long story, but um, my, my friend actually... Um, she she is here with with us uh, eve and i gesture back to the group uh she is she eve is waves. she is like the the prime of my group she is she is um smart and headstrong and and knows what she's doing she has been commissioned by uh the choir of the crags said that there was nearby or no by the not by the choir of the Crags. she was commissioned by the the trio um her gods saying that there was a a uh, a plague, if you will, that evil was uh, going to besmirch this this land, and that uh, somehow us helping you to uh, deflect it is our quest. I see. Well, and she kind of straightens up a little bit, and she says, "You know that your position makes things a little awkward." But I suppose I can take you to see our prime. And you may put yes. your blade away and have your friends approach. Thank you, thank you. And I'll gesture, you know, um, just, you know, like, be cool, <laughs> be cool. Is there, like, an obvious <laughs> right place casual. that we can put our horses? Yeah, they, okay. they like, show you a okay. quick, like, hitching post that they've set up. Uh, and she says, please, while you are within the camp, do not draw your blades unless instructed. Understood? I don't own a blade, so we're good there. Any weapon. Eve <laughs> will um, leave her blade with um, Darian, her sword. Okay, uh, when when you do that and like you walk away, she she kind of gives you like a little like, okay, and then <laughs> continues walking, <laughs> like you're leaving your blade behind. Whatever. It's out of it's respect. Awful, awful trust. What? What? Uh, I assume they were in earshot to be able to hear. Uh, yeah, what you, I you heard. Convey. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. So she starts leading you uh, through the camp. Um, Listen, this prime might not like me, um, so you should talk. <laughs> okay. <laughs> because um, uh, you remember, I told you I, I messed up. Uh, well, I offended him uh, among others. 
in the process. How long ago yes, was it the that, that your uh, chrysalis was? Probably six to eight months. Six to eight months. So yeah, something like that. fresh. Yep. So it hasn't quite been a year. Okay. Well, we won't run into any more of these butterflies, will we? <laughs> we have a thing with butterflies. What? <clears throat> what was your name? I'm sorry, I did not catch it. Lenora. Lenora. Lenora Faust. Are, are there any butterflies in the camp being used? Uh, there are a few butterflies uh, in like in like oh, cages or whatnot, or, or glass cages. Um, one of them opens and kind of run, flies off as like a messenger. Butterfly heads off into another uh, wing. Okay. As it flies by. <laughs> <laughs> so fresh. So is Lenora the prime? Do you ask her? Uh, yeah. Are you the prime of the third ring? I'm retired. I, I abdicated my position to my son, actually. Uh, but I am still considered a prime um, of the wing of the ring. Uh, most of the people, most of the uh, brothers and sisters that you see here are followers of the Lapis tradition, Lapis wing. And what does that mean? Um, she turns to Victor actually for this answer, <laughs> Not, just because I don't have a pull up uh, specifically. I, I, I have, but she does definitely want to see what uh, what you. Part say. of your penitence is yeah. knowing <laughs> the whole history, answering, <laughs> answering the questions for the DM. <laughs> yeah. I, I know protection is part of it. Yes, yes. Um, I'm getting in front of me. So they're the the windrunners. These, these, you see, their wing is is very lapis. Yeah, they're very, they're very, they're about, uh, you know, protecting and defending and and, uh, not just like treasure, but, but, or like material treasures, but people and family Mm -hmm. and. A very noble goal. Sounds like my father like taught me. Along with. Yes, my father. He was he was one of their wing yep. for. And very notably, that there are plenty of smiths and crafters within the tempered requiem as well. He was he was good at his craft. He's a, a forge master. One day I would like to meet him. I would like to see him again someday too. Okay. Excellent. Uh, Lenora, can you take us to your son? I'd love to be Of course, to. this way. And uh, Lenora leads you through a, the small pop-up village, uh, letting you get your first look at the inner workings of one of the Eight Rings. Uh, several blacksmiths work tirelessly to shape metal, their eyes never leaving their forges. Everywhere you look, men and women, even children of all races, are working tirelessly to either craft or train. You can see a tall Janassi man with a flaming red beard calling out instructions as young teenagers practice a sturdy dance routine, stomping feet and thrusting motions with practiced blades. Thrusting um, motions. Like this. I was Not- thinking hip thrusts. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I mean, it is night dancing, so send a blade forward. It could be like the, what is it, the um, Fire Nation. Yeah. It's, like, it's yeah. actually uh, tempered requiem. I would say with more defense, <laughs> you probably get more of like an earth nation. Earth nation. Yeah, yeah, right. That's very, very much like, yeah. Yeah. like how they like very wide stances. Yeah. Uh, Lenora takes you into the largest tent, revealing that the inside has been set up with many tables and a large square, and one small table and chair in the center, and then hanging above uh, in kind of the the kind of uh, rafters that they have set up are a dozen glass cages containing a myriad of beautiful blue butterflies. 
A few people are, or two people are speaking softly at the smaller table pour, while pouring over a map. As the old woman clears her throat, they look up. Both are dark-skinned as she is, uh, but one is taller and leaner with cold, calculating eyes. The other, who stands from the table, has a gentler face and a warm smile as he runs his hands through his long dreads. He is dressed in simple clothes, the only feature of grandeur being the uh, gladius blade strapped to his belt. And he waves his hands outward in greeting as he speaks uh, to you all, and he says, Mother, you've brought guests. Ah, please, approach. And then he kind of nods to the, um, the the taller one, and the taller one nods back and uh, walks off. And this is uh, the leader. You you recognize him immediately. This okay. is the prime of the of the temper wreck. As soon as we're like within the the permissible, um, what do you call that? Like, you know how like in 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 uh, Imperial China and stuff, or mm-hmm. like Japan, or like there's only so close you can get to him. Yeah. If there's anything like that, I would basically like. To be a step back from everyone and take a knee. Okay. Yeah. Um, and he he does like notice that specifically. Like the rest of you kind of just like walk up normally. You're not really used to any sort of uh, eight rings tradition. And he says, Ah, Victor. I was wondering when you might uh, turn uh, up again. Yes, it's it's. I'd say it's good to see you, but I cannot see. It's um. It's good to hear you. That you are sound. You sound well. And you sound humbled. Indeed. And then he turns to the rest. So humble. No idea. I am so <laughs> humble right now. <laughs> <laughs> Just look at me. Yeah. No. Uh, welcome into the Tempered Requiem. I am Ivan. I am Ivan Faust. I am the Prime of the Third Ring, and uh, I am also a member of the Lapis Wing. For those of you who are aware of what we are. And it is uh, welcome to have guests. Um, may I inquire as to the purpose of your visit? Well, it is so nice to meet you, Ivan. My name is Eve. And uh, my companions here, we call ourselves the Wayward Watch. Um, we have Bolt and Ezra. And you already know Victor. Yes. Uh, keep uh, he does give, <laughs> Ezra, he does give you like a, a very like nod. He, he recognizes like the Tushin. Nice. The style that you're gonna give him everything else. Let's give me your props. Yeah. We feed his ego. No, I'm just <laughs> he doesn't say that. We we've come here at the uh, with the direction of the trio, uh, my gods. You may know them as the Talon, the Claw, and the Fame. I have a passing knowledge of them. Yes. I serve them, and they have instructed us to help you. Um, they said that there is a rotting in Bleakwood Forest and the evil of which could undo civilization, uh, put it, put an end to civilization entirely if it's not stopped. That's, uh, that's a bold claim. Well, I trust them. Gods usually work with bold claims. Um, lucky for you, that's exactly why we're here. Really? And, um, what, what brought you here? Well, um, (laughs) if it seems fate is smiling upon me today, uh, I, and he kind of waves his hand to the map, which shows a, the location of the, the tent village that you guys are at. 
and a dark splotch representing something else. And you can kind of see it. it it's like they just kind of like liberally poured ink onto the area. And he said, we recently received a word from a village near me. Cut this, Corey. Time <laughs> <laughs> magic. Time magic. We recently received notice from a village named Karth that a void rift had opened up nearby. Heart or Karth? Karth. C A R T H. Um, though they claimed that nothing came out of the rift itself. But the issue was that the rift didn't close like it's supposed to. I don't know if anybody has ever experienced a void rift before, but... I have, myself. Not a pleasant experience. Not Normally all. they open up, spill out something nasty, and then seal right back up. No harm, no foul, but if one is left open, it's a cause for concern. So, as such, the village sent a request uh, to some of our cousins in the pansof... How do you say it? Pansophical? Is that how you would say it? Pansophical Reserve? Yes. Uh, to investigate the phenomenon. A few days later, we, we received a message from the leader of that expedition requesting immediate protection for the village. Unfortunately, when we arrived, he waves at the dark splotch of the map, the entire village was gone. Uh, it was as if the land and the buildings had aged a thousand years in the few days it took us to, to travel. There were no bodies, and distressingly, the graves they had dug for their lost loved ones were empty. That sounds troublesome. Very much so. We couldn't even find any of our uh, companions from the Opal Wing. So we be immediately began scouting the area in the hopes that we could uh, find some trace of our cousins or the rift itself. And we've been able to isolate the area at the heart of this blackened zone, which represents a deep decay that has settled over the land. Nothing grows and it seems to be expanding at a steady rate. Please, please tell me, I, I, although I do not deserve an answer, which, which of the cousins are, have gone missing? Uh, more mem members of the Pensoptical Reserve. Of the Pensoptical. Yes. Which I believe is the second ring, if I yeah, remember it correctly. Ring. Yeah, the Opal Wing. They're they're all about knowledge and information. Yep. Sounds like a ring I would enjoy. Or would I? <laughs> Ezra is having an identity crisis. <laughs> would, you like, would you like? I've got a sign-up sheet. There's just two guys. You know, hold on. No. Yeah. I'll make sure and put my name as a referral at the bottom, so I get you in my left wing or my right wing in oh, my. No. And then you get BV points. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. <laughs> JK, JK. Same but, thing as Dwight Shrewbugs. Yeah, Shrewbugs. Shrewbugs, yeah. yep. I was actually just about to mount an expedition towards where we thought the heart of this main lay uh, when you arrived. So this is uh, fortuitous. Mm. It is indeed. Well, we would be happy to join you. Noticing uh, Victor's reverence for everything, I'll kind of kneel as well and say, um, <clears throat> I pledge um, I pledge myself to this cause. And look at Victor, see what he does. Excellent. Temporarily, until we resolve. I'm, we're happy to have you. <laughs> and he kind of, he kind of raises his hand into the air and as he does, um, from kind of the back of the tent, these four 
uh, mirror-like discs that have a razor-sharp edge on them uh, come floating in, and it's just kind of start spiraling around his head. And almost as if they were summoned along with these discs, uh, some attendants come out, and they're carrying like a breastplate and other studded like shoulder pads and whatnot. And they start gearing him up uh, as he nice. as he turns to actually he's going to turn to Victor. He sounds like super sexy. Oh, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, his hair is uh, kind of like gray, too, by the way. Like, it's gray reds. Yeah. yeah. Silver fox. So he's uh, he's Gerald. Yes! Gerald. He's Henry Cavill. Yeah. He is, he is, again, they are dark skinned as well, okay. so a little okay. bit like so like um, Idris Elba. Like, if yeah, Idris, Idris Elba, Elba was, was yeah. the Witcher. Oh, yes. yeah. Or have you seen Dragon Prince? Wow. Um, the Dragon Prince King at the very oh, beginning. Oh, yeah. He's, mm-hmm. He doesn't have silver hair, but he's kind of like that. Yeah. Nice. Delicious. Small. Delicious. He looks good. Eve is drooling a little bit. Luke and Luke. Serious relationship. <laughs> uh, <laughs> a double joke always gets it. <laughs> Looking for a rebound. Rebound. Yeah. Um, and so he actually, as he's getting geared up, uh, he turns to Victor and he said, Consider this not only a serious combat, but a trial as well, nymph. He, his ears will pick, uh, perk up at the. Like he's he's looking around the room a little bit to try and sense mm-hmm. if he's talking to him or like he's <laughs> well he specifically said he's nymph, yeah so like, but, but that's where like, where he's like is he saying that you're, you're, yeah. and, and then he when he kind of realizes what's going on he kind of yes yes if um, if there is a place that I can that I can um, protect and serve your rink um, I will give my life well I hope that you fight well. And if you observe the creed and the tenets of my wing, we can speak further once this is over. Well, Victor is by far the best fighter among us. That's what's got if me I in trouble. Give my don't, don't make. <laughs> and he can hold he, his liquor. That's what like. He is very obedient Somewhat. to our prime, Eve. He is. He let me. Well, she's not really a punch prime, him, but she punches gut. really hard. <laughs> <laughs> He's also very lucky, from what I remember. Indeed. Uh, more than I probably should. So once all of the uh, armor is in place, kind of that jovial man that you uh, saw when you came in is gone, and he's, he's got a little bit more serious look, and those metal discs uh, flow around behind him and kind of just stack up as if they're like strapped to his back, but they're just kind of floating in the air. And he said, if you are all ready, we can head out. Well, Never seen a void rift up up close. I'm very curious to see what what they look like and what they prepare yourself. Yeah, they sound pretty I cool. want to kill whatever comes out of it. Okay. All right. And which we probably will have to. So keep that in mind. So you're gonna head out. Um, I'm assuming everybody's gonna leave their mounts behind. It's not that long of a journey. Yeah. He doesn't Don't say. forget to get your sword. Um, I he... get my sword and I am bringing. We get halfway Darian. there. And yeah, then I was like... gonna say, Darian does not want to leave you. So if you're, if you're like, if you try and like. Get no, you stay, stay here. Yeah. Please, may I come? Giant, giant bunny eyes. I, know, I did not know those ears could be even more droopy. Yeah. But they're just like dragging on They're just like sinking his face. <laughs> yep. Okay, you can come with us. Hey. And, and you guys yeah, head out. It's uh, it's going to be you, you four, and um, Ivan. Um, everybody else is kind of continuing to scout. You can see him talk uh, briefly with uh, who you who you learn is his brother. 
um, just kind of like hold down the camp, that sort of thing. Uh, he speaks but, with. And does he have a name? Um, no. Okay. Just because I haven't given him a name yet. That's so. fine. Yep. <laughs> he's a, he's a fast. We'll call him Boris. We'll continue that. Boris. Case. Boris. Uh, Ivan. Yes. You mentioned that when you came upon the village, it seemed to have aged a thousand years in the ten days that it took you to get there. Correct. Well, can you tell us anything further about what it looked like, or did anyone get into the area that it was decayed at all, or was this from afar? I mean, we walked around, and nobody Inside suffered the hills. Mm-hmm. Did you nobody see suffered the effects? Any symbols of an hourglass and an eye? No, unfortunately. It looks similar not. to this, and I'll pull out the. No, that has that that did not come up, unfortunately. Keep your eye out for this symbol. We will. Is it somebody dangerous? We ran into a group called calling themselves the Infinite Sight, and they seem to dabble in time magic, and they have plans. We don't know what those plans are for the world as a whole. And based on our experience with them, those plans are probably not good. That sounds very concerning. And what you described in this village seems very much like something time magic would possibly do. Let's hope that uh, we can find the answers. Agreed. All right, so. About two hours after you leave the tent cluster, uh, the air around you grows cold, and an unsettling mist rolls at your feet. Strahd. The the soft swishing of plains grass that you've been hearing turns into the unnerving crunch of dead grass as you trot along. Looking down at the spots where no fog covers the ground, you see that uh, the area around you now has long dead grass, unable to even hold its roots and kind of just kind of start blowing away even in the wind. Uh, 10 minutes of walking after that, the grass is sparse and all that is left is blackened ground that even the least uh, nature naturally inclined among you uh, know cannot, can grow no plant, no matter how hardy. Uh, any animal you see from birds to field mice or even simple bugs only come in the form of rapidly decaying corpses. Uh, save for the maggots. Apparently they can survive even in this desolate area long enough to feast on the dead. What's it smell like? Uh, it smells like death. It's like sulfurous Sulfur. and decay. And uh, not, I wouldn't or... say sulfurous, I would just say like rotting. Just rotting. Oh, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like rotten meat. Yeah, like rotten meat. Vegetables. Okay. Ahead of you, the tall trees of Bleakwood Forest loom. Uh, and judging from the circumference of the circle of blight that you have entered, it's nearly reached the edge of that forest. Before too long, the fog becomes nearly impossible to see through, and shortly after you begin to notice uh, piles of dirt and stone stacked in haphazard formations. More importantly, though, you hear the shout you hear shouting in the distance, though you can't tell exactly what lies ahead. So what would you like to do? Like the stones, are they like cairns? No, it's more like just like uh, quick like piled up stones on top of each other. It's uh, go ahead and let me investigate check just to see if you can kind of determine like, what that like is. Can, can I assist? or just um, like can like I do a pile? As well? Yeah, mm-hmm. fourteen. Like, like just like a pile. Okay, fourteen. Um, fifteen. It looks like hastily made like fortifications. You know, piles okay. of dirt and, and stone that kind of just might hold so, something. 
almost like barricades of some mm -hmm. sort. Okay. Mm -hmm. And as as you're kind of moving along, um, you kind of stop at one point because you hear shuffling, and you all kind of sink back a little bit behind these um, mounds, and you see uh, a skeleton kind of shrugging along, its bones creaking and rattling, and as it kind of drags its rusty sword through the dirt. And it stops, and it turns and kind of looks in your general area, but then just keeps moving on, just shambling along as if it's uh, on a patrol. Eve? How much would Eve have told uh, us about you and Sarah's uh, rift experience before? Would you have told us most of it, like Sari would have told you everything, <laughs> <laughs> right? Yep. Yeah. You yeah. you mentioned that when you experienced a rift last time, you fought off a horde of undead. Mm -hmm. um, does this seem familiar? Like perhaps this undead is coming from the same place. Or, like, it, as far as I know, I. Yes. Does your infinite sight use undead? The they are not ours, to be clear. I understand. They are ours to get vengeance upon. <laughs> yes. Dibs. <laughs> I understand that as well. <laughs> um, when you fought the undead before, was there this blight as well? No, but the Void Rift did close after they came tumbling out. Fascinating. How do we close a Void Rift? Can we see the open void rift? Uh, you can't see anything with, oh, with of the fog. fog. Yep. You can hear shouting up ahead, but you can't see anything that would indicate what it is. Can we hear anything in Does the shouting, like uh, any specific words, or is it just kind of indistinct? Um, It's pretty indistinct at this moment. Uh, is it multiple voices or just like a single? It's, it's mainly one voice uh, that you can hear. Every now and then you hear a reply from another voice or two. Okay. Yeah. Does it sound like, um, like clanking or anything, or is it just like someone shouting? Someone shouting. Okay. So, could I, would I know um, if the skeleton, if skeletons in general, um, how do I this? Do they just attack on sight? Are they programmed to attack with specific commands? Uh, are they, you know, do they just walk around and they don't do anything until they're attacked? Does it make sense? Like, uh, it depends on the skeleton. Okay. There are, I mean, any type of undead, you probably have two distinct types. You've got your feral undead, which are just like raised from unholy magic, and then they just attack anything on sight. Okay. Um, or uh, you have controlled undead, which are ones that are given tasks and everything. Uh, you, there aren't really any sort of like, just like, we don't do anything until somebody attacks us kind of undead, because they're either all programmed or they're all like, Kill everything. That okay. I can see. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Even Ivan, if you would allow me, I will um, like to scout ahead and see if you can find them. Even Ivan. Even Ivan. She's like over there. She's like Ivan Eve. Ivan Eve. Drawing a heart around it. Yeah. I'm sorry. Eve. Hey Faust. Ivan, will you? Uh... Eve Faust. It yeah. sounds beautiful. Continue. Ivan's going to turn to you and he's going to say, oh, I will defer to your judgment on this. I want to see how you operate. Oh, she's a good prime. All right. Don't, don't offend him. <laughs> Victor, can you scout ahead and see how many of these creatures there are? I will. Uh, by my life. 
I want to stealth ahead and see if I can get a, find out where the voice is coming from okay. and avoid the undead is one of sure. uh, my objective, I guess. Natural 20! Nice. Okay. Uh, natural 20 <laughs> is a natural 20. I, I just, like, disappear. I turn, like... Poof. Yeah, you kind of, like, just fade into the fog. <laughs> you, like, walk backwards into the fog, uh, Homer Simpson style. Uh, <laughs> I, pull, I, yeah, I pull my cape up. You walk down the fog like you're walking down an, an escalator, like... Where did he go? Into the fog, and then you're gone. Yeah. What? How did you do that? <laughs> um, yeah. So you you kind of uh, move up, and you come around one of these these piles, and just kind of peek around it a little bit, and you can see that the fog is kind of surrounding this clearing area, almost like a protective bank. Okay. Um, you see a lot of things actually. The first thing that you see is uh, the purple rift in the middle. Okay. And it is just kind of. Uh, like a gash opened in in the world itself. It's roiling and uh, and it has sort of like every now and then you see kind of like this burst of energy come from it and um, just it, it's not really like expelling anything at the moment, but it is like very much like. So is it like looking at like a the a, a black hole where you have like oh, that I, I swoops should, in and out and like yeah. Both. I should also point out that you can clearly see it, much like you saw the old. Uh, steel. Okay. When it appeared, like you can clearly see this through your blind sight. Um, okay. As if and it were actually. Does the noise, the reverberations of it, does it does it help me at all as far as what's there, I mean, or do I need to use shadow song? There is there's plenty of clanking, plenty of shouting going on around here to get, um, like a, to get a picture. Yeah. So there are there are several zombies that are kind of shambling about, okay. carrying uh, various like uh, crates and stuff. Uh, you can see a few orcs muttering to each other around them you know kind of thing and there is actually specifically uh, a female orc with kind of these long uh, wicked claws that she kind of taps together uh, almost impatiently as she yeah, as she as she says let's hurry up and get the next anchor through I'm very eager and um, as as she says it um, like this you you hear this little like patience patience on her shoulder and you can see an imp sitting there and uh, he is he's just kind of like Does trying imp- to soothe brushing down her wild hair a little bit do imps look different enough from each other that I would be able to identify is this like the same imp that we saw before or is this different imp? um it is not the same imp that you saw before like they they each have their own individual features it's just like, it's like different imp. horn sizes but it's, it's a, like- yeah but it's similar like in shape and everything because okay. it's still an imp okay um, and as as you're kind of waiting and watching, you also see these three kind of uh, faintly uh, they're they're glowing in your in your mind's eye or in your hearing because you can hear these soft like screams emanating from these different these uh, three pillars that are kind of uh, centered around uh, this okay portal. And as you as you're kind of sitting there watching, uh, another figure does step through the portal finally, okay. and it is uh, a giant skeleton with several arms. It's got like three different heads. It looks like an amalgam of a bunch of different skeletons, and it it is carrying another one of these anchors. And for a moment, as it comes through the portal, you see this little like tendril of magic coming through, as well as if this anchor is connected to the void portal in a way. Okay, and it sets it down and kind of just sets it in the area. So at that. Um, I want to start to, uh, f- like, I don't know how far away I am right at this point, but I want to mm-hmm. start making my way back. Okay. And I want to see if I can sleight of hand any daggers on the shambling patrols okay. on the way back. Uh, sure. Just as like a, 
if we in, if we are walking forward and we encounter them, then I, it's like preparing a trap, I guess, or, mm -hmm. or maybe. Like, so are you, you trying to be, ambush and take them out, or are you, you trying can, to... Can you, track, you can track your daggers, right? Like, in your, uh, in your mind type of thing? Like, you know where they are? Yeah. I mean, you can you can pretty much, like, feel them. Their yeah. direction, in generally. So, like, trying to slip one, like, basically in their pocket. As, like, or a whatever in their head, head or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'll, I'll do something like that where, not necessarily... Like, if we fight them, obviously, I want to try and do damage with them. But it. otherwise, it would just be, like, a when we pass them, then call it back to me kind of ordeal. Sure. Um... Sorry, for clarity's sake, because yeah. I just didn't understand. The large skeleton, what did it come out of? Was it a pillar or the void it rift? It came out of the void rift. Yeah. Okay. It was carrying it another one of those, like, little... Uh, the anchor. Yeah, another anchors. pillar yeah. thing? Mm -hmm. Anchor. Okay. 29 on the sleight of hand. Uh, yeah, so I'll let you, like, you can slip okay. your blades into a couple, like, passing so patrol like skeletons. four of them, and then yeah. I'll keep Shadow Song with me. Okay. And... okay, so four blades. And they're not defensive, they're not whatever, they're just blades yeah okay blade on patrol zombies or patrol skeletons yep okay and then you you return yeah and i return and I, i'll say um I, I don't believe i was detected but i found the source the it seems that the rift is being held open they are doing some kind of ritual or some kind of uh I think she said anchor of some kind. It seems like they're trying to bridge between whatever is on the other sides. Um, I saw several zombies. I saw um, orcs, and I'll give the the whole spiel. No, of, and no. then there's a big giant one. Looks pretty nasty. Um, but there there seems to be one at the head of them. It's a female orc. Um, she has an imp. So if if uh, we are trying to be precise or have like surgical precision she seems to be the figurehead at least at this place excellent victor very well done thank you very impressive all right what do you want were were there any um barricades such as as these stones um outside of the fog that we might be able to hide in on the perimeter of where the fog is with when i went would i be able to find like a relatively safe path yeah, based mm -hmm. on like just proximity of the. Yep. I believe we could sneak past the guards and get very close. What do you make of these anchors, Walt? You seem to be the most magically inclined here. It sounds like some kind of magical artifact or amalgam of magic, maybe even solid magic, that is keeping the portal open. Victor, you mentioned something about a, a tendril of energy. Attaching this, to one uh, as it came through. Speaking of it, it looked very much like uh, old steel, if you've ever seen that. Really? Yes, I. Uh, the it's, it's themselves. A, normally, I cannot see things, the but rift. for whatever reason, I'm, I'm when I um, <laughs> when I first saw old steel, <laughs> it was it was bright, and I when I looked at this portal and these other things, it seemed very very similar in nature. Hmm. Well, old steel has energy from other planes. These portals could be a rift between worlds. Between an area and some other world. We cannot have this world with all of these undead anchored to an area. I agree. This is really big. 
Let's go home. Understatement <laughs> of the night. Uh, Sorry, Trio. I came here we'll to, uh, I came here to free the forest. And now we have to save the world. Only one day after being named heroes. Technically, they did say that we other. had to save the world. Yeah. Well, I kind of thought they were being dramatic <laughs> to get your attention. If but... you if you need me to pull a Tony Stark and go through the portal and die, <laughs> no, absolutely. We don't have not. in this world. <laughs> Tony right. Stark, a great artificer. <laughs> oh yeah, he's a gnome artificer. He has great facial hair. Everyone knows <laughs> knows who he is. Tra- transferred his consciousness into a construct body <laughs> after, right before he died. Yep, <laughs> super cool guy. I certainly don't want to draw the attention of anyone outside of the fog circle. Um, I worry that if we make too much noise offing the patrol, it may draw the attention and we'll, we'll uh, hope- we will no longer have the element of surprise on our side. Hopefully on the way back I had uh, planted some, some things on the patrols. They did not seem to notice. Uh, I think I can help us to avoid the patrols um, perhaps get advantage on our rolls. <laughs> Whatever that means. We, uh, we'll see what happens. Okay, um, that's how. That's how very. We... That's very good thinking, though. So I can kind of feel a little bit, not to a precise way, but I can give you general if they're coming or going. How many four. patrol? Four? I've only was able to tag four of them before I got back. All how right. many total did you see, including, and, and how many people in the camp did you see? Victor looks to the clouds. Uh, so there were three orcs, three zombies. Um, there was that orc with the nails, the imp, and the uh, skeleton, the big skeleton. And then you just saw the four patrols on your way back. Like once you ran okay. out of knives, you pretty much just like. Okay. And the patrols were individuals? or They were just like an individual skeleton. Okay. Or two, yeah. uh, I've only seen four of the patrols. When we get close enough, um, to either we, either we can take them out quickly and quietly, or we can move forward but my my guess is if they are controlled then the person will the person who has them might have some way to know um, if they're dead i i feel like one of our priorities should be destroying those anchors absolutely if, mm-hmm. if i can get close enough to one perhaps i can determine how to destroy them okay well, it we seems like pick they're... it up and throw it back through them and right now there was one or two on side of the World. How many anchors? There, there were four. There four. Were four. So oh, three initially, okay. and then the big skeleton came out. Well, so far, there are four of them, and if we don't hurry, they might have more. And we don't know if they need to keep bringing more, or if a certain amount will keep the portal open permanently. Not you are. Time is not on our side, it seems, as usual. Mm. <laughs> Ever since we lost that book. That is pretty good. Here, have it in with dice. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> All right, then it's decided. Victor will lead us past the patrol to the safe area where we can uh, get a better look at our enemy. Try to give us as much room as possible. I'm not very stealthy, as you know. I will do my best. I will yeah. do my best. Yeah. Don't you have plate as well? Okay. Um, plate armor or I, scale I, or something? I have, uh, what do I have? I'm, I'm, I'm definitely loud. Yeah. Disadvantage on stealth too? Yep. Yep. 
You take the catapult spell. Like Dory, there we go. Throttles. All right. Uh, so, so what is what is the basic plan? You're going to sneak up and then try and ambush, sneak or up, you get as close um, as we can. As close as we can. Okay. You think mm. that this, this is a orc time. is controlling for the web? For the web. It is. Yes. Mm. We can attempt to lock some of them down. That's true. We also need Ezra's arrows. I think if we can try and take out this woman orc with the clickety clack, you think she's controlling these others? I don't know, but she seemed important. Important enough to have a familiar or of some kind. Sounds like she's magic. I don't know if she's magic, but she had an EMP. I I saw lots of them at your school. I'm sorry, I'm making assumptions. You went to school? Wait a minute. Yes. Hold on. (laughs) Yes, Yes, you went to the same school. Yes. Okay. Yeah. That's Victor and Preston knowledge are like I'm trying to make reconcile there. <laughs> there were imps, but those were the, whatever, those were the emo the Time kids. magic's messing with your head. <laughs> <laughs> Both of your heads. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Okay. Uh so you guys head up. Uh it's very easy for Victor to like feel his knives and, and avoid the patrols and everything. And as we get past, yep. I'll try and quietly pull them back to myself. Okay. Um yeah, so you can definitely just bring them right back. Nice. And then you all come up to this kind of like, again, there's just kind of this big mound bank. uh, And you can kind of peer through the thinning fog and you can see these um, figures walking around. They're currently, it looks like they're currently uh, gearing up the, the, this giant skeleton to send it back through uh, the portal right now. Um, Who do we want to attack first? Bolt. Yes. You see the portal for the first time, the Void Rift. Okay. And um, you fall asleep. Hold on. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, a, we got it, guys. <laughs> <laughs> you get a uh, flash of a memory in your head. Okay. Uh, you you don't see anything new, but you hear uh, people talking, speaking uh, quietly to each other. And um, the first says, "This is not a good idea." And uh, another goes, I have to agree with Helm on this one. I think this is the worst plan you've ever come up with. And then uh, you hear a feminine, feminine, a feminine, a feminine voice say, what else can we do? The seal is already closing. When it does and our shielding spell fades, we'll be just as lost as everyone else. We need to give ourselves a chance to get out of here. This is it. And um, the bigger, the first voice that you heard says, is ripping apart his soul really worth this? And then a fourth voice replies, weren't you listening? It's not his soul, just his memory. He'll get it back and then hopefully he can save us all. It's worth the risk. Just keep his body close by, okay? Don't let anything happen to it while he while he repairs himself. Sorry, all of these he should be days. My apologies. Okay. Um, Hmm. And the, uh, the that second voice that you hear says, "And what if it? What if they don't wake up?" And the the female voice chuckles and says, "Are you kidding me? I've seen bolts scattered to pieces and still manage to pull themselves together. They'll be fine. They'll be fine." Whoa. And then you kind of snap out of it. That's you not. are not from an area. <laughs> I don't. I don't say anything. Ancient this is something, something that Bolt's gonna have to process for yeah. a while. Like. Uh, you do feel. <laughs> you do feel something welling up uh, within your, 
uh, chest cavity <laughs> your chest hole <laughs> um, <laughs> and you know that you don't have long before something happens like this is causing some sort of like roiling something or other okay I'm gonna keep it to myself okay. at this point All right. we, I got more things to take care of that'll be on the back of my mm-hmm. mind can I have you later can you send me that yeah I'll, I'll send you that that's a good little I, have to, I have to get rid of the names. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no names. Um, well, except for the one. No, no capes. That is, that is probably the first uh, lead that you have as far as names go. Uh, so let's get a quick round of stealth checks from everybody just as you are like uh, watching this uh, progress. Ooh, nat one. Oh, oh, gosh. So Eve is sucking it up. Okay. 14. 14. For, I almost said Victor, for Ezra. <laughs> Ten. Ten. Natural one. <laughs> oh Two nat ones? Gosh. Okay, yeah, definitely. Like, you guys you just finish up your... Performance anxiety. Like, yeah. the two bosses are here now, and now I'm like, I can't so do just this. just finish like... up your vision uh, when Eve, like, you slip on, like, the dirt as you're kind of trying to get a better vantage point, and you start sliding down, and Victor, like, calls out and grabs you on accident, and all of the heads, including the, the three skeleton heads, turn around. Attack! And the woman goes... Intruders! So we're gonna go ahead and, and roll initiative. I was like, I'm nope. the way. Oh, nope, well, the case is the I was way no surprise. <laughs> this is the way we do it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, so we'll go ahead and pause so we can set up. All right, so uh, before we get into Sorry. anything uh, combat heavy here, um, Eve, your bounder, the way that we're working it is because it is a paladin mount, uh, it will act on its own turn and do its own attacks unless you give it a bonus action of yours, and then you can command it to do something specific. Basically treat it like an animal companion. Uh, yes, I know that it's not the way that you might play your mounted, but guess what? I'm a DM. <laughs> <laughs> Just watch the sign of the DM's mounted combat thing. Yeah. Where we contradict ourselves all. Because <laughs> we all do differently. Yep. Yeah, it is. Um, mounted combat is uh, it's a crapshoot anyway. All right, uh, so let's go ahead and get some initiatives Great. here. Oh. Victor. Victor. Do you want me to roll a separate? No, she'll, okay. uh, he'll go right after you. Um, seven, Darian. right? Darian. Darian. Seven. Seven? Ezra. Seven. Uh, my dex is a f- plus four? What's your dex? Yeah, mine's plus four as well. Oh. <laughs> What's the next stat for that? Well, yeah, how about you just go 19. first? 19. What's yours? How about I just order 18? 18. Okay, okay, so you, he 19. goes first. He's got 19. Okay. I've got an 18. I will. Uh, Eve. 12. 12. Uh, and then Ceridon is not here this time. Tear. Who's right there? What Bolt. are you talking about? Sorry. Dirty 20. She's Certain in 20. the air. Mm-hmm. Creepy. Keeping her Ceridon, I choose you. I cast darkness. Just on the necklace and it goes through the portal. All right, Craggy. Oh. I need you to turn into Ceris. No, we just say. Uh, Craggy, darkness, please. Throw it out there. <laughs> See what happens. That's it's how you're a smoke grenade. To use darkness, right? like... Put on an object. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, it did sort of Victor over Ezreal automatically. Oh, I didn't change that. There you go. I'll use my DM powers to reveal the battlefield. Whoa! Whoa! Okay. Amazing. Uh, so, as you can see before you, the, uh, the these kind of uh, blue stalagmites uh, are the anchors that you see. Uh, the zombies are obviously zombies. The orcs are orcs. This kind of bloated-looking orc in the back is the closest representation that we have for uh, the 
the other orc. Well, I mean, I, I'm sure I could find something else, but whatever. Um, and then the imp is technically on the orc's shoulder. And finally, of course, you've got uh, the biggin uh, standing in front of the void portal. We call him Harold. Harold. So we're going to go ahead and begin with Harold Ramus. I don't like that. <laughs> I like Harold Ramus more. This, this, this. Uh, Harold uh, Harbinger. Sorry, Coley. I put my arm around him. I wonder if I could throw <laughs> an eminence through him. <laughs> we're going to get called Just HR. With all, like me and Tori are like, hey, Coley. <laughs> okay. Uh, so we're going to start off tonight with Colt. <laughs> With your dirty 20, you are first. Um, let's see here. I don't see any butterflies. Good. <laughs> what, butterflies, where? <laughs> what, what? 15, 20. I'm going to take one of the uh, orbs that I just created okay. earlier. I'm going to hurl it right here. Okay. Try to encapsulate these guys in a web. Nice. I should get these two zombies and the big skelly. All right. So, what is the saving throw that they need? <clears throat> so, let's see. It says it on this thing, actually. Yeah. It's a Dex <laughs> 14. Dex of 14. Oh, it's on the other side, I think. Yeah, uh, the zombies are definitely restrained. Nice. Uh, but it doesn't look like there's enough barbed wire to kind of contain the, the big one. He kind of shoots it off. So it is. And it then, is. Uh, and then, of course, at the start of their turn, they'll have to roll again. There's the oh. second sneeze. That's my turn. So each creature that starts their turn in the webs or that enters them during its turn must make a dexterity save. So I guess they don't get. They don't have to do it now. They don't technically do it now. I, I, On a failed yeah. save, they're restrained as long as they remain in the webs or until it breaks free. Okay. So and they can use their action to do a strength check yep. against the spell save DC. Okay. I will. I will just bank those rolls because it's easier for me. That okay. Imagine the sound of it like springing out as like a slinky when you stretch yeah. out and you hit it. So you like, kind of you you reel back yeah. one, two, five, three, sir, three, yeah. and uh, toss this uh, <laughs> grenade, and it springs out in just kind of this big tangle of wires that uh, that wraps these two zombies up at the start of their turn. Yeah. So that was my action. Okay. Um, and then I'm gonna use my movement. I'm gonna get right here, right in front of this uh, anchor. Anchor. Yeah, and you can hear you can hear kind of the faint like screams. It's not like a, a chorus of screams. It's like one singular man screaming. Okay. And it's coming from within the voider. It's coming from within the anchor itself. That little pillar. Oh. Oh, they're like souls or something. That's, that's my thought. Is there like a, a trap soul, and that's how they're anchoring? So, so yeah, maybe want to not kill it. That's creepy. Well, if we chatter it, maybe they'll release the soul. I think Clan Fellow Shield. Where are they? <laughs> or maybe it's a not Fellow Shield. Evil um, souls. The other on the world. rings people. Could yeah. Be, uh, <gasps> oh yeah. <gasps> I was capture. thinking Clan Fellow Shield could capture them. Oh. And then they have to. Yeah. Oh, that's but, right. But uh, the know. lapis. Not the lapis, the other one. Second. The, the second, second one, ones, they went missing. The they did. Philosophical Reserve, which is... And as a bonus action, oh, I'm going to Guardian oh, Armor oh. to get uh, five temp Don't worry, I'll put like okay. five more names on it. Cool. That is my turn. So I kind of just run up and, and come to a, come to a stop right next to one of the crystal shield, shield forward, get ready okay. um, after throwing the web out. Uh, the orc with the green base is going next. 
and he lets out a roar as he like dives over the the barricade and uh, charges at you with his great axe. Five, ten. Who me? Uh, Bolt. Sorry. Yes. Nope. Over this way. Okay. Because Bolt made the the first aggressive move, and that is an eighteen to hit. That does not hit. Okay. Perfect. Uh, yeah. So he comes out with great axe. You you wheel your shield around and let it kind of just slam into it. Uh, you can see he's kind of frothing at the mouth already. Does he yell for the horde and you yell for the alliance? <laughs> uh, the zombie is in blue. For the unaffiliated! <laughs> for the unaffiliated. For the way we're watched! Yep. Yep. Uh, uh, kind of spends his turn struggling. He is going to take his action to try and break free. So they have to make a strength 14. Mm, nope. He's still like he's still trying to like untangle himself. You can see like it's like digging into his skin. It's not really hurting him because he's a zombie, but... Uh, He's definitely not that coordinated. He rolled so well, too. Uh, the red orc is also going to rush up to Bolt and try and slash him. Oh, no. I forgot. I now have to. I am concentrating. Oh, concentrating. Yeah. The web. Concentrating. Uh, and he also misses his. So he tries to bring his like axe weight down on the shield as well to kind of knock it out of your hands. And you just kind of slide to the side and let it roll off. There. And then it is the female orc's turn. So the zombies are restrained, you said? Yes. We really sucked it up on our initiative rolls. Uh, <laughs> I spent all my natural 20s on stealthing, apparently. And then tripping. And then yeah, whoopsies. Zeev's fault. It is the balance in all things. Yes. I've got at the least dice, one more. The dice giveth and the dice taketh away. <laughs> it's like Thanos balancing the blade. Yep. Yep. But it's just too detailed. You know what? Every time when he pulls that blade out, it looks just like... Have you ever seen the toy blades that have the double uh-huh. and they're spring loaded? Yeah. 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 It's it's like one of those, but they just put like... They like a gem Glued a bunch of chance to it. <laughs> yeah. Alright, so she is going to move up uh, six squares. Six. And I assume he's on her shoulder. Yep. And she moves up, and she actually is going to. So she's still one away, by the way. If she's trying to do melee, just, just no, she's now. she's not. Uh, she's going to kind of conjure this like black magic Ooh. in her hands, and she's going to thrust it out. And I need Bolt and Eve and Ezra. Okay. Make me a charisma saving throw. Oh, <laughs> oh no. It's not one you do all the time. Are you kidding me? Uh, oh, do you have inspiration? Shoot. I no. don't have inspiration. Freak. Three. Three? Oh, boy. Four. Can I give what was my this? inspiration to anybody? Charisma, Charisma saving throw. Charisma saving throw. I, well, I have a seven. So, as uh, nine. Nine? And you don't have uh, any sort of aura or anything right now, correct? Cool. Do you have a racial resistance to any charming or <laughs> any You won't you? let me pour this in for my saving throw? You can. Yeah. You, can. Yeah. you can always pour your Oh, well, that didn't help much. Two more. So 11. 11? Okay, so that still doesn't save. So all three of Lost. you are baned. Oh, so a D4. So what, type of, what type of damage is that? No damage. No damage. It's, it's a minus D4 to our It's just, yeah, it's basically the inverse of bless. So yeah. all of us? Uh, everybody but... Uh, <laughs> Victor. Victor. Well, now I'm not going to be using sharpshooter. <laughs> but if you cast bless, then we're just a wash. I didn't take any damage. Right? I am so, going to cast yeah, bless, so... 
Here, well, it's not necessarily a wash because you, the blessing oh, okay, will right, run. Because it yeah, depends so on what you roll. But minus four on all of our. It could be a, so a minus we have to roll a d four and then another, one for bane and then another one for blessing. Yep. And they may or may not. <laughs> yeah, they'll swing. That's that's fun. <laughs> that's a fun <laughs> mechanic. I like. Is that. there anything? Can we feel anything about? Oh, and uh, she is concentrating. By the way. Um, question for you because I am now getting two attacks. Do you want me to roll them both at the same time for just ease of? You can roll one one after <laughs> the other, just because if you roll them once, or if you roll one and you kill that. something, only have then one you can attack. The other I thought one. I had okay. two. I was excited for half a second. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're a rogue. Yeah. You get sneak damage. I get sneak damage. Rogue, but you also get uh, you also have spells. As a reminder, that's true. <laughs> just to let you know, you are a knife dancer. That's true. All right, uh, and then it is uh, Ivan's turn. And Ivan is going to uh, pull out his uh, gladius, gladius, gladius. And his his cape is just in the wind. Mm-hmm. Yep. Man, he's um, getting more and more delicious. <laughs> and all all four of his uh, discs are going to fly out, and uh, one kind of starts circling each of you. So you're going to get a plus one bonus to your AC for everybody for this fight, oh, unless he calls them away. And that is his action, and then he is just going to like yes, crouch down. Go static shock, thank you. He's gonna he's gonna move to uh, that other anchor nearby and start examining it to see what he can do with it. And then the big guy goes, and he made his save earlier, so he is going to move forward. So it is difficult terrain. So yes, I believe it's difficult terrain. Yeah. Yep, difficult terrain and lightly obscure the area. Okay. Uh, so yeah, so he moves, he's got a speed of 30, so he's just gonna move up as far as he can around behind Bolt. So he can do, so that's 10, 5, 10, 10 20, 20, 20, 20, 20, 25, and get right next to me. Okay. And then he is going to uh, come down with just his claws. Ah! Oh no, we're in some trouble. As always. And the first one is... Hopefully, Corey took your advice um, and tuned the... <laughs> the highest is a 15 to hit. That will not hit. Okay. Yeah, so these claws come down, down and for you're rolls. just kind of like... there's You're surrounded, but you're in prime territory. You're you're willing to defend here, so... I have to live. I must find out what that vision meant. Um, yeah, you guys did have bad rolls this time. Because mm-hmm. the purple orc is going to go. He's going to move up. 30. Two. Uh, towards, basically towards the group. He's going to go towards Ivan, actually. So he gets one away. Um, mm-hmm. And he has a, has a bonus action. He can move up to his speed towards a hostile creature you can see. Okay. And then he is going to swing his great axe down. Ivan, watch out. Ivan, watch out. Oh, he crits. No. no. Definitely watch out. Well, he has the Protect opportunity. Protect the beautiful face. <laughs> Don't worry, his brother, um, Boris. Boris will be the prime. <laughs> Boris. Yeah, but he was like the... I don't know, was Boris sexy? Or was he kind of derpy? Uh, Bo- Boris was more lanky. He's the himbo. You, the group. Group. you guys yeah. watch Sahara? Mm-hmm. Seen oh, okay. I met them about snakes, you should watch it, it's pretty funny. It's I thought it was stupid at first by the cover, but it was actually pretty good. Huh. Boris. 
There's a brother in there that all he wants to do is go and do pollen, which is like their equivalent of drugs. So that's it's pretty funny. It's Boris. It's all, it's all about the pollen. He's looking for Just the spice. <laughs> Boris, Boris the animal? <laughs> Just Boris. Boris. Okay, the yeah. Uh, so he takes a good chunk, like this axe comes swinging down. He kind of tries to deflect it with the gladius, but he it sinks in. Uh, he doesn't seem to, he, he grunts in pain, but he doesn't seem to care that he's the one taking the hit on this. Uh, showing off his creed is always good. Eve, it is your turn. <clears throat> All right. You and Darian. Darian, we are moving up to... Now, are you committing no, 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 Darian no, 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 no. or this turn or not? No, 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 no. Actually, this turn, I am casting Bless. Okay. On Victor, Ezra, Bolty. Okay. If you way. want to keep them, I guess we could keep them in front of us. Oh, yeah. That's that might true. be even better. Yeah. I like I like having them on, on screen, but this is just more for us to remember. Oh, yeah. Concentration. Yeah. yeah. I'm okay keeping them on for the bad guys. Bless. Here's the bane. Beer bless. You don't forget. Oh, great. And I'm also concentrating. Oh, right. Concentration. I will need concentration one on the next roll, too. So just have it at the ready. Okay. And then what else would you like to do? So. I do want to move. Okay. Um, we're going to move right up to. Skeleton, Darian, Skelly man. and I am on his Going back. For the big guy. Oh, so you are riding him? I am riding okay. him. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. Give me some sticky stuff. Get no. a piece of gum. Chew it up. <laughs> Put it over here. Okay, uh, and then you use your action, so you can't attack, uh, but your bounder hasn't. Are you going to use a bonus action to command them to do something specific, or you, are you just going to let them know what to do? Chances are they know that they're they He knows attack. what to do. Okay, so for his turn, he will do a ram attack. Okay. <laughs> With his cute little bunny hat. So that's a 15 to hit. 15 will hit. For four damage. Bludgeoning. Okay. Did you roll a d4 for the bane? Uh, oh, actually, is the bounder bane? Sorry, the bane. The bounder. He's not bane. Uh, so the bounder smashes into it, and uh, you can tell that like it cracks the bones really easily and everything. Like There's several that like, go scattering and everything like that. So Good work, sweet Darian. That was my turn and Darian's turn. That is wonderful thing. Okay. <laughs> Perfect. Then it is the imp's turn. This is when we find out the imp knows fireball. Mm -hmm. Right in the center of all there. Little Damien. Actually, he is, he is going to throw a fireball. No, no! Not a ball, just oh, a bolt. bolt. Like, uh, and he's going to throw one out at Eve. On her mouth there. 
5,000 firebolts in the wind. Oh, that's a 17 to hit. That will miss me. Okay, I'm gonna do, give me that. So everyone has a plus one, they're armored. You'll never know where you go. Okay, yeah, so he just kind of like Does that hit Darian as well? Uh, no, so he targeted okay. you specifically. Okay, he, perfect. Yeah, because it is not a multi-attack thing. Uh, then it is Victor's turn. Right. Uh, Victor, I'm going to draw my blades or Shadow Song, and I'm going to kind of pull them up and across my hand. I'm going to just like do a light emo cut across my hand and speak the incantation of that there is darkness in the light. Uh, if there is pain and joy, and there are thorns on the rose, go. And I'm gonna throw him up into the air, and he's gonna howl. And when he hits the air, he's gonna do. He's gonna exactly. Yeah. Yeah. He's gonna, he's gonna sh- uh, basically break uh, hail of thorns. Is what it's gonna hit. So that's going to be everyone in a five foot radius of her. I'm sorry, Bolt. Nope. She's one away from me. She's one away. Okay, so basically the the nice. red, green, green her, yeah, yeah, and green. imp. Yeah, it'll be red, her, and imp. Yep. Yeah, uh, the green is thirteen. That's yeah, green is too far away, by the way. So. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Next time I hit, so I actually need to roll an attack first. So that's my bonus action okay. to basically activate it. Yeah, I'm gonna throw Shadow Song out. I'm gonna use inspiration on that. And you have your. Who are you attacking specifically? You're attacking her. Her. Okay. Don't forget your bless. Okay, okay, so that's, that's 15, 16, 17, plus, your uh, plus 7, 24 to hit. 24 will hit. Nice. Okay. Nice. And um, so I'm going to, they need to make the deck safe of 13 for okay. the, as it, it kind of, as it hits her. Yeah, so brambles. You, you roll damage for her and then they need to roll the deck saves yeah. too. So roll that So damage. she's going to do, or, so it's 1d4 plus 4 and I get the, because they're in proximity, I get sneak, sneak, right? On that? Uh, there's oh, no he, ally in proximity. Of no, her. she's yeah. too far away. Oh, damn. Yeah. You're right, okay. But I don't, and I don't get sneak on these two? So green, you don't hit because green. Because it's, it's uh, not a melee attack, that's, so I'm pretty sure it's sneak, just her. Sneak attack doesn't count for it the doesn't stack on the part. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Green is too far away anyway. He's far away from her. Oh, yeah, so okay. if you want to hit red, you can hit more. But you um, would also hit bolt. But you would also hit bolt with the hail of thorns. How's your dex? <laughs> How's my dex? <laughs> I'm 12. Met again. Wait, what does that hit you though? Um If if I just throw a healing dagger into my back. <laughs> if I hurt him, I'm sorry! <laughs> I do throw the, the dagger. And I guess I'll go for, I'll try and hit red then. Um does I assume that we can just take yeah. a roll mm-hmm. So that's going to be six damage piercing. Uh, and you can roll sneak attack because sneak attack bolt is, is nice. 3d6 now. Nice. So that's going to be an additional 10 damage. So what's the total on the orc? So that's 16 on the orc before the hail of thorns. And that's red? Yeah. That's red. Uh, yeah, that goes right into his head and right between the eyes and he starts falling backwards. As he falls backwards, it just yeah. splinters out and. Okay. Um, and so it's a deck save from deck the save imp, uh, the lady, the orc, and the skeleton, right? And, and me. Bolt. And bolts. And it's a deck save of 13. Thankfully, I don't really have that great of a save. Don't forget your blesses and your banes. Yes. Okay. Uh, the, the lady makes her save. Okay. She rolled a net 20, so I'm assuming that. Yep. What is your save DC? Well, there it is. 
So it's basically just going to be half damage for her. So yeah. Anyone who saves. What was the... Sorry, what was it again? What was the roll? save DC? Uh, DC of 13. 13. So I rolled a 16, so I saved. Okay. The damage is 3. So you're only going to take 1. Take 1 damage. Yeah. You'll have four temps. <laughs> okay, uh, so the orc and the imp take full damage okay, and three the damage. Two, yeah. Four. And then she'll take one damage. Unless she's resistant to uh, piercing. I don't believe so, but I will check. And that piercing. was from your knights? That was from my Halo of Thorns. Okay. And it was the... Is that a spell that you have? It's a concentration spell, too. So an additional normal effect of the attack. Uh, the target of the attack and each creature within 5 feet of it makes a deck saving throw. Each creature takes 1d10 piercing damage on a failed save and half as much on a successful one. Um, yeah, and I don't know why... So, why is it concentration still? It, it concentrates until you hit with it, basically. You can hold on Ooh. to it for a while. Do I need to, take, okay. do I need to make a concentration check? Because I got hit with damage. Yes, technically you do. But you'd auto-save because of the one. Well, no, it's, it's minimum 10. Oh, yeah, right. it's a minimum of 10, so... So does she, though. So I have to roll, I have to get a, at least a 10. At least a 10. Sorry. On your constitution save, that's fine. I got 11, Yep, she made her save. I'm still good. Okay, yeah. Good good turn, Victor. So one orc gone. Yes. Plus I can can bane it, because it's the save. And then I'll use my movements. No, you do have to bane it as well. 10, 15, Because it is a saving throw. You're going to do bane and bless, yeah. 25. So I'm subtract one to add one. Yeah. <laughs> I'm basically going to use my movement to jump over this and try and use this as cover from any anyone over there. Okay, perfect. I'm going to attempt to use this cover. All right, and then be. Ezra, it is your turn. Okay, I'm going to just fire two shots over at green. Um, and Bane and Bus. Performance points. So, minus one. Ooh, uh... That's so only a 12 on the first one. 12 will miss. Okay, and then the next one is going to be um, 27. <laughs> 27 will hit. Okay, and that will be for 10 damage. 10 damage on green? Yep, on green. Him, yeah. A good shot right into like the shoulder, and you can see like he's stumbling a little bit. And uh, then the other one goes wide. I'll move five, ten, just kind of get a little bit of coverage. Okay, and that's it. All right, uh, the zombie in white is trapped. I'll try and make a strength saving throw. So fourteen. Fourteen. He does make his strength saving throw, so he bursts out. No he's going to shuffle. Uh, he's got a movement speed of twenty, so he's just going to be. Spending most of his turn just getting out of there and heading towards Ivan. Is he just going to walk? So that's uh, 10, uh, 15, 15, 20. Perfect. 25. Nope, 20. 20. 20. Right, right. Zombies. Zombies. Uh, And then the orange zombie is going to move 20 squares towards Victor. So something I realized, but I just want to make sure... um, I, they were out of range, so it would have been a disadvantage. So I would have used part of my movement to get closer to see them before I attacked. Okay. Just that for, would have been fine. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Priority. Because I know someone's going to have me. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Yep. And then uh, he, he. 15 is my AC. An attack against you. Um, uh, 
That is a 14 to Misses. Okay. Yeah, he just slams so. down. Okay. Then, oh, I'll see Bolt. So I have uh, two attacks per action. Can one of those attacks be a cantrip? No. No. Nope, not unless you. I think there's a specific. There's like a spell attack, e, and then I mean, there's. I mean, you can it does say like, I think. like in the list of attacks. In the list of attacks, it has it listed. Yeah, a spell is different. Like when you take okay. the attack action, you can take two melee attacks, basically. If I make a ranged attack. But keep in mind, your spells have also gone up in damage as well. Yeah. That, that's the trade off. Like your cantrips go up in damage. If I make a ranged attack. Against someone that's so if I'm, uh, I'm thinking about making the chain whip attack against the ogre and okay. pulling her towards us, mm -hmm. do I get opportunity attacks for the no, others? It's just disadvantage on the attack because they're with their because nearby. yeah because it's a ranged attack. Okay, I'm gonna give it a try because Alrighty. I want to try to get her in melee range. Like Fortune casters don't the bold. casters don't usually do well in melee. Okay, range. don't forget to add your bane and bless. So that's a nine is the lowest plus one plus um, six, so sixteen. And then what was the minus on it for the? That's it. Oh, that, that's in, so so it was okay. a four for a blast and three for the bane. Yeah, just, that uh, hits sixteen. Sweet. So I I whip the chain out, wrap it around her, and pull her right towards me. Okay. Roll a quick dexterity saving throw for the imp. He manages to stay on his mount. <laughs> uh, what was Get the damage on that as well? Oh, damage. Let it be no. She's just a mount. He's the actual brains of the operation. <laughs> yeah. That's how it works. Mm -hmm. At least that's how the imp thinks it works. Nine. Nine? Not damage. Nine. So then she rolls a concentration check. It makes her save. But she will take that nine damage. You've seen the uh, troll hunter? Mm -hmm. oh, damn. You need to watch out for the kids. I think they're old. Okay. When they're old. That's all I can do. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. Uh, the green orc is going to try and uh, chop down at you with its great axe. Bring it on. He's going to. Uh, with a 16 to hit. That does not hit. Okay. I just catch his axe in one hand and just kind of push it to the side. The uh, blue zombie is going to try and break free. It's a 13. 14. 14. Uh, he does not break free. Nice. And then she, now that she is uh, in melee range, she is going to uh, snarl at you. Oh, she didn't make a con save for Bane. Oh, she did? Okay. Yep. yep. Uh, she's going to snarl at you and she's going to make two attacks here with her claws. It's a 14 and a 23. Second one hits. Okay. The second one is going to be Four slashing damage. Yeah, she just comes at you with her okay, claws. Did you, and all. did you remember your plus one armor? Yeah, so okay. people 24? 23. 23. Yeah. And then give me your concentration check. Oh, yeah. 24. Okay, perfect. Uh, and then Ivan's turn. And he is going to. He's going to look at the orc, but then he is going to, uh, he's actually going to slice at the uh, anchor hmm. itself with uh, his sword twice here. These were my first foray into making like 
props of any kind. <laughs> and they're just corks that I glued together and then oh, just nice. took Shame a knife to. <laughs> hey, they work. They're supposed to be like ice spikes. Mites, yeah. yeah. I think they work. Uh, so he hits twice and he deals like he, he carves off a good chunk of it. It still looks like it's emanating this kind of scream, but he does look like he dealt some damage to it. Um, which is all well and good because you guys uh, you guys watch as the portal kind of flares to life at this point, and something's gonna step out. Uh-oh. No. Hold the door. <laughs> you gotta destroy. And they things. step right out onto the web. What 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 do the discs do for us? They plus, plus one AC. That's what the armor is oh, for. Gotcha. Could not remember. Do you remember? Don't uh, remember. So I remembered, speaking of remembering, or just realized that I, on the blindfold I had another effect that I haven't been using. Uh oh. All this time? All this time. Like my if something hit, oh, Yeah, if something wait. hits me, then I have advantage on the attack against that until the end of my whatever. Oh, nice. Time. You gotta like write down a, a quick yeah. a quick reference I've, guide. I've started to make check boxes and saying, okay, don't yeah. forget these so things. So a pair of skeletons really the same thing. Like this is what my AC. This Willing is what my thing. This is what I sound like. So yellow and reference. red. Yellow yeah. and red. Okay, so I don't. They're forget. coming out of the void so rift. Yep. They walk right out and into the web because the web is right over the entrance. Unless you want to say otherwise. Yeah, they're gonna come out right into the web. They actually fly. So they have to make a strength check now. Second here. And add. Don't they make a dex on their first turn? Oh, sorry. Yeah, dex yeah. saving throw on a fail there, second. <laughs> so, 14 dex. <laughs> um, Still good. Still good. They do not make their save, so they are they both come out and they're restrained. As they come out yeah. of the portal, you kind of see like that kind of purple miasma pulls back a little bit, and you can see on the other side of the portal is a is a figure that's kind of chained up to a taller version of the obelisks that make up these spirit anchors. Whoa. And you can see a you can see a very uh weakened looking uh human with kind of uh, red hair, and he's just kind of got his arms over his head and he, and it looks like these tendrils are coming from him into these anchor points for a moment, and then it just fades back in. Weird. That was wee-wee-wee, guys. Whoa. Wee-wee. All right, and then it is, that's their turn, because they can't do anything, because I, I, I said that they had blades, they don't have bows. <laughs> Success! <laughs> Uh, the purple orc is going to try and slice it. Ivan again. He's a former necromancer. Those are it's important to make those distinctions. <laughs> yeah, right. uh, and he misses this time. Necromancer on the other side. Next time. <laughs> Magical bows on everything. And then it is Eve's turn. Okay. Oh my god. What? Sorry, I just figured out who the red-haired man is. Good. <laughs> yeah, I don't You're know. Sure. If, yeah. I, I'll keep it a secret unless Corey is cool. Go ahead. If you figured it, if you think you figured it out. That is Perrin. Oh. Because at the end of the end of our Scrot game, uh, my character Perrin went back to his home from out of Barovia to back to Firos. And when 
when he appeared, he was surrounded by a bunch of Weirdies. orcs. Mm-hmm. And Corey and I actually played out a yeah, okay. oh, yeah, I remember thing. Yeah, and they, they were able to capture him. That's so we don't know awesome. him, but we, we know him yeah, that's as like PC. And now you know him. <laughs> <laughs> that's pro tip, y'all. Oh, snap. We'll put up a rotating figure of parent here. Yeah. Just so everyone knows yeah. what it looks like. Former necromancer of parent. Former necromancer now pimp. Why do you think I used this specific skeleton? Now that makes a lot. Perfect. Eve, what would you like to do? I Eve will. I missed the juggernaut. So one of those Avengers was the most ambitious crossover all time. And Corey said, "Hold my beer." So the skeleton, which has been damaged already, is like. You can see kind of these pieces kind of falling off of it, bones kind of continuously falling apart, almost as if it was like barely holding on, right? No. Barely holding itself together. So it is it is continually like taking damage at the start of each of its turns because it is it can't uh, do that. And then it's actually going to do something really crazy. It is going to uh, Please don't. explode, collapse <laughs> into a heap of bones before quickly reforming. Uh, so basically there's kind of like explosion of bones uh, Flares out, and everybody within ten feet Death Nova. make Death a, Nova. a dexterity saving throw, <sighs> including the two orcs. Uh, within, yes. Everybody within ten feet. So what is within ten feet? It's everything except for including these, these and these three. Yep. Eleven, including the anchors. So blow up the anchors. Three up the anchors. Uh, the anchors will not take this damage. This is a bonado. Oh, oh dear. Nado. Which is worse, Sharknado or Bonado? Bonado, because it doesn't Nado. specify what type of bone is in there. No. <laughs> but you don't know what's going to hit you. Broken chicken bones, shrapnel. <laughs> pinky, other yeah, so bones. Clavicle. Teeth. Teeth are technically bones. They're yeah. just exposed bones. That is horrifying. <laughs> These <laughs> teeth. They're not all human teeth. There's some horse teeth and goat Molars. teeth. That's not making it any better. So anybody Alligator who failed their save, deck save of 14 Poop. takes... Oh, wow. I had it in my head. 23 bludgeoning damage. <laughs> and uh, you're also knocked prone, so that does include oh. Darian, by the way. Oh, did I? I need What's to do it for him Need to roll for him. Well, he's Darian, I love. He's dead. Okay, so well, not dead. He's gone. Yeah. You're prone. You're prone. Goodbye, so. Darian. Disappeared this to this the, the steed land of steed heaven. You fall to the ground, and he um, hops in the air and just slowly 13. fades to mist. Thirteen. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, I usually like twist it. Like, yeah. uh, the yeah. the imp is gone under this avalanche of bones. So it cries out. Who, like, else, no! who else is prone? Yes. Uh, the the green orc is gone. Green orc is dead. Yep. Okay. Bye bye, green. Bye 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 bye. What you gonna do? Ninety boy band uh, uh, She only took half damage. Those bones. So she saved. Yeah. I am white eye zombie. Who else is prone? I'm just curious. Everyone. Nope. I mean, I'm behind the wall. You're, you're, I am. You're prone. 
Do you want me to get the bonito? Darian is gone. It, it, he reformed that. Oh, okay. Darian's gone. Dang. We do, we do need to do a little uh, turntable on that. And then purple orc takes some damage, but not all. Uh, the he's also the zombie looks very battered and bruised, but he is still... I don't know if it'll matter, up. but he's also behind cover. Yeah. And then he's Ivan needs to roll his save as well. Ivan makes his save. So he can't take I have been rolling so poorly. I know, ever since we got Same. in this place. Oh, and then uh, it's cursed. concentration checks from those of you who need to. So we took 23, so it's half. Yeah. That. So but 15, you can add. 13, 13, she can right. add bless to that. 23 check. No, it'd be like a 12, 11. 12, 11. I, I don't have bless. So 11. 11. Oh, you don't have bless on I you. I just Never cast mind. on you three. Okay. I succeed. I succeed on my con. Uh, Do you add your bane to that? You got Minus it. Four. Sorry, guys. But you also get your bless if you get bless. Yeah. Sorry, you guys don't have bless anymore. No! Womp womp. Uh, Shoot. Also, <laughs> womp you womp. don't have Bane anymore. Oh. Uh, that's good. <laughs> Yay! Because she failed the same. I like well. my black coffee, coffee with a little bit of sugar. So, good. Thanks for the... And what about your... Bad news, good news. I do still succeed. Okay. Um, his armor so is still there. Armor? Did really? he take damage? Uh, yeah, yeah, but it's not a concentration. Yeah, because oh, those okay. are just the little metal okay. shield. That's, just, that's uh, his bonus that he's giving you. Got it, got it. Okay, uh, and then his Eve bone is your turn. Bonus. Okay. Eve will be making a long sword attack on the skeleton. Okay. Oh, I don't have Bane anymore. And I rolled the natural one. Oh. Do you have inspiration? Uh, nope. Second attack. Second attack. You called out mist. He said straw. So that is a twenty-one to hit. Twenty-one will all, be hit. It all ties back together. Would you like to pour no, a smite? I called it from the beginning. The best. Um. <laughs> fan service for. Just yes. Okay. <laughs> and keep in mind, you do have the boom of. Uh, yes, I do. So I get another d four. D six. Yep. And he has to make a uh, strength saving throw now. He makes it. So. Plus. So she's no longer concentrating, right? Yes. So when Colby gets uh, back, who who's gonna tell him the strats? Um, he's just gonna have to watch the episode. <laughs> yeah, he's gonna have to watch the episode. Yep. Sucker. Hi, Colby. <laughs> You're watching this. Far. Hi, Colby. Hi. This is probably the only part he would want. So for twenty-three damage. Twenty-three damage, Ooh. and yeah, just maybe. so just so I make sure, Smite does give you an extra D eight if it, you're fighting undead. Did you roll that as well? An extra D eight? Yeah, yeah, on top yeah. of uh, how the normal Smite, it gives you an extra D eight. So, so what did I say? 20, 20, 20, you said twenty-three. 23. 23. 23. So twenty-five. No, and then so 23. 23. Okay. 24, 25. So 25. Okay, perfect. Yeah, so you're you're frustrated. Your first swing goes wild as you're trying to clear these bones. Um the the mount that <laughs> the trio gave you is gone, and you just like slice right through a leg. This holy fire kind of rears or you know, destroys a good chunk of the skeleton. Oh, actually. Oh. Sorry. Oh. I didn't realize it was 2d8. For divine smite. Okay. So you need another, so you need D8 another D8 on top of that. Yeah. Okay. So nice. plus another six. Thirty-two. Okay. Solid. Nice. No, good one. Good hit. Wow. 
And then is there's there anything someone. that you'd like to do with your bonus action or your movements? Um, no. And he did make his save to stay standing, by the way. You crowd. This is for Darian. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Darian. I, I'll just stay right there. Okay. Say, bring it, you bony Bony part. <laughs> uh, Victor, it is your turn. Okay. Um, zombie in front of you. I'm going to use my bonus action to disengage. Okay. And I'm going to hop back over the wall. I'm going to step on the orc space. All right. And then I'm going to stab her in the butt. <laughs> so, you are not proud. All right. You stood up. Correct. So, that is a. Do I have to use, can I use this on attack rolls? Yes, you can use it on any roll. Yep. Do I have to declare it before? Nope. So a 14 to hit. 14 will hit. Okay, and I will not use that. I'll use it for damage. Um, so it's, this is with basically, ta- I'm, I call shadows, or um, as I'm kind of scooping up shadow song, and I'm just gonna um, kind of whisper behind her and be like, you should never have come to this place. I'm like right in the kidney. Um, that's 1d4 plus 4. As we know, orcs' kidneys are in their butts. Yep. In the back. Yep. <laughs> so back. that's 5 damage. She's in proximity of him. So that's the nasty, sanguine, squishy sounds. Um, <laughs> you got the like, guys, huh? Yeah. Eight, 18 <laughs> and then plus my damage here. 19, 20, 21. 21 damage. Solid. And that's yeah, she it. screams in agony so. for sure. As you basically like nearly got her. She goes, she goes, you will never defeat Ogma. No. Done. 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 Moving on to Ezra. 10K subscriber thing. Yep. Here. <laughs> um, okay, I'm going to. There's so many, like, tie-ins. <laughs> I'm going to shoot at this middle one. I think that's orange. Uh, uh, red. 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 I'm going to okay. shoot at red. Um, and that is... A uh, 24 to hit. 24 will hit. I'm going to so use a. Uh, now my, they're partially uh, obscured by bursting air. Uh, that'll just be a plus two. It still hits. So it's, it's lightly obscured. Sorry. Yeah. Plus two. Um, okay, so that is going to be for 12 damage, and then they're going to take 2d6 force damage, and the two on the side are also going to take it as well. Okay, sounds good. Um, so that is oh, nice. 12 uh, force damage. You, roll you, had, you had advantage yeah. against nice. them, by the way, because they were restrained. Oh, well, let me just roll and see if I crit real quick. Yeah. Uh, no, I rolled okay. the exact same thing. All right. So, cool. So 12 and 12? Yes, so okay, 12 so... for each of them. Well, he's going to take 12 as well. So they all take 12, and then this one takes an additional 12. Okay. Nice. Uh, so the... You just like pull back and you rear back just a little bit more and, and get that magic flowing in. You're kind of getting the hang of it now. Uh, like it doesn't require any sort of like disconnect and it fires off and it just explodes. It takes out that skeleton completely. Uh, the skeleton next to it, it looks very badly uh, damaged. And then that is blue. Zombie blue? Blue, yeah. Yep. Okay. Zombie blue and yellow. Okay. Perfect. And blue's still standing? Okay. Blue's still standing. Yep. Then I'll take my second shot at um, uh, blue. Why not? Okay. Roll um, it with advantage. Oh, yep. Elven accuracy, too, oh, don't you yeah. have? That's right. Okay, so there's a one. So, um, yeah. Are you attacking the zombie or the skeleton? The zombie. Okay. So that's uh, 21 to hit. Yep. Zombies don't have a good AC. Okay. 
And wow. that will be for... They are just there to... Um, six damage. Six damage, okay. Yeah, perfect. Another one. You just fire off another arrow really quick, hit the zombie. And anything else that you'd like to do? Uh, no, that's... Okay. I'm, I like my position. I'm good, so I'll just okay. stay there. All right. Uh, the white zombie... White zombie. White zombie. Uh, is going to... <laughs> Move basically through uh, the the skeleton juggernaut space to Eve. Shamble, 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 shamble. and uh, trips over his own feet as he rolls a natural one to try and hit you. So he is now prone. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. Good job, zombies. Well, then, I have to roll poorly, so do they. <laughs> and then the orange zombie is going to move to Ezra. Ah. It's okay. I can handle that. Really Last guy didn't have any. You have brains. And crits. Oh, shiza. <laughs> Take it. Uh, for nine bludgeoning damage. Ouch. As he just comes in, and he just like, you're you're so focused on these other ones at range, and he just comes in and like, <laughs> like I just like don't even realize I'm like, <laughs> yep. oh, you, you assumed that, that uh, Victor had your back. Yeah. And I didn't. And then I turn around and I'm like, <laughs> In fact, in fact, at that, uh, Ivan, who's been watching the battlefield, turns and says, Victor, defend your party. Oh, dishonorable Victor. Uh, and then we will go ahead and get up to you the top of the round. You forgot our defense of the innocent. It's prone. Is she still prone? Uh, she did not get knocked prone from, she didn't take the full damage from the Oh, damage. that's right, so she's yeah. Okay, I am going to do a double attack. Okay. Double fist punch. Two punches. <laughs> Ultimate punch. Ultimate punch. Ultimate yes. punch. That's a 16. A 16 will hit. Okay. D8. So, six damage. How do you finish her off? Oh, it is, it is full on, like, hit to the side of the head. And I hear, you know, there's a crunching sound. Mm -hmm. And then she just slumps to the ground. Nice. Okay. And then on my second oh, attack, it's the Mortal Kombat illustration is like her head does this, and then it does the X-ray, and you see it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so hit her in the turn right and uppercut the the skeleton. Okay. Uh, that's an eighteen to hit. Sorry, how much? Eighteen. Eighteen will hit. Okay. For twenty or sorry, ten damage. Ten damage. Ten damage. Okay. And so there's this, and then there's this ringing sound. Uh, actually, no. There's more like a it's like. What type of damage is that, by the way? Uh, that would be thunder damage. Thunder damage. Okay. Um, it's like as I uppercut, I go up the ribs and hear. Perfect. We can remove. That's right. She is gone. She is gone. Gone like a great. And it gets disadvantage on. Any attacks other than me. Sounds yeah, good. Yeah. The new zombie is going to try <laughs> Some and xylophone on your ribcage. <laughs> finally does pull himself out, but uh, zombies are stupid. So he's going to Which one? move blue? the blue. Yeah. So he's going to move directly for Bolt through the web. So zombies <laughs> so are dumb. 10, 20. 20. And then he double moves. Because that's how zombies would work. Okay, perfect. So he finally comes shambling through. You can see like all of these like shallow cuts on him as he's just basically trudged through a bunch of barbed mm -hmm. wire. 
there's like no skin left on his shins. <laughs> oh, oh, that just makes Sorry. me feel sick. <laughs> <laughs> Ivan makes two attacks on uh, the purple orc. Zombie bacon in your trap. Yeah, uh, he he just slices uh, the orc, and then actually he's going to he is going to uh, move. Uh, taking the opportunity attack from that other zombie as he's going to rush towards Ezra. That's it's prone, so oh, it is prone, yeah. so it is at disadvantage, yeah. which it misses because it is at disadvantage. Way to go, natural one zombie. 20, 25, 30. 30. Yep. yep. And you should be able to see the orange. Yeah. Can't be able to get in their squares. I touch All right, perfect. And then the juggernaut is going to go. Let's see if it recharges. Oh, first of all, it needs to take some damage because it started its turn. That's literally falling apart. And it does, in fact, recharge its avalanche, so it's going to immediately, like, burst again and reform. Oh. So let's get another round of dexterity saving throws. Dex, dex, dex. And purple orc is gone, by the way. Oh. What? Oh, can I retroactively bonus action for my armor again? Get more temps? Sure. 18? Yes. So you'll take half damage? 17. 17. So you'll take half damage? 30, 20. 30, 20. You'll take half damage on this. Um, both of the zombies did not make their save, so they're going to take full damage. Uh, let's see here. I want it to be a lot to kill the zombies, but I don't want it to be a lot. Can <laughs> <laughs> yeah. so you roll damage twice? How about middling? <laughs> sure. 19 total damage cut in half for you guys. So nine. And both zombies, I think. And since we saved, we are not knocked prone. Correct. What is that? Is that that is white? Right? White zombie. White with the yellow ring. Yeah. And he is prone, so. That's not. Yeah. Did you take Whatever. double damage? Or actually, that. No. It's, it's a spell. It's more like a spell than the Yeah, it's not going to do anything to that one. Uh, it does take out the blue zombie, though, which was already low on HP from Ezra's hit. <laughs> trudging. Spent its entire turn trudging up and then just. Was, was, was it on one HP with. Uh, fortitude? fortitude? No. Uh, it was on four HP. <laughs> With one Perfect. And then uh, the portal is going to, let's see if it spews anything else out this turn. Oh, no. No, 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 no. We gotta destroy those stones. Uh, it does not spew anything else out this turn, thankfully. Thank goodness. When Perrin was captured, he was level 12. Only zombies kill And then it is. No, sorry. The yellow skeleton. Did any of the zombies for gonna try and <laughs> make his way out? What's the sense with the demon hand that comes crawling out? Give me your hand. Oh, your other hand. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, the, that skeleton is going to break up. free and he's going to move up to Victor. Damn. Just directly out of the web. Yellow. Yep. Yep. So he's gonna go straight through the web? He's gonna move to the left. There are skeletons are a little faster than zombies. And then here's the attack, which is a 13 to hit. Yeah, uh, does not hit. Okay, perfect. Uh, then it is Eve's turn. Uh, remind me what your rules are on um, healing potions. Uh, full action healing potion gives Max. you the full amount. 
bonus action that you roll for it. Great. Then for... Yeah. And then you also do have Lay on Hands, obviously. Yes, but that does take a full action. Yeah. Okay. Um, I will attack our skeleton guy Kay. again. Longsword. And that is a crit. Woo-hoo! Nice. So, that's max damage. Uh-huh. Yep. And then rolled. And then rolled. Okay. And then anything else you want to pour on top of it. Yeah. You can pour anything else on top of it. So that is 15, 16, 17, 18. How's he looking? I'm not going to tell you until after, <laughs> you, after you declare if you are pouring anything else onto it. We're doing... Or... Divine Smite would probably take it out. Divine Smite. Okay. She gets so, double damage. You so get you get 2d8s plus 3d8. 3d8. Because it's undead. Because it's undead. Six, and max. And you get to reroll 3d8. So 3d8. Because that, that 25, 16. Oh, plus an extra d6. That's automatic. And then an extra d6 rolled on top of that. So that's... What was your first roll? What? 16. Do you want to turn him to dust? <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. We're, we're rolling this just just for fun. Do it. Do Kay. it. What, what did I say? So you have the 3d8. So I had 8 plus 3. Which, which, this, that's the... 11. Like, 11. 11. Plus 7 is what I rolled. So okay. 18. 18. 18. Plus 1. 6. Add that. 5. 8. 30. What was the last one you said? Eight. Uh, six, five, eight. Forty. Plus twenty-four. Plus twenty-four. So we're at sixty-four damage. Mm-hmm. Plus. Plus the d6. <laughs> and but I get three more d8. No. So the oh. the automatic. Okay. Yeah, he, he counted that. Okay. Thank you. Plus three. Plus three, and then plus six. And do so you have any modifiers? Nine. Did you already add your modifier to that? Yeah. Okay. Forty-nine. Forty-nine damage. Okay. Uh, yeah, you, you carve a good chunk of this off. Uh, it is still standing. Wait, 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 wait hold on. <laughs> How? It's more than 49. Because she got to 49 and then 24 on top oh, of that. Oh, I, did, I didn't add in here. 24. Oh, so the, so 49 just for what she rolled, plus 24. So it's in the 70s at this point. Yeah, 70s. What is, what is the uh, total? I need to know the total. How much did you say again? So 49 uh, plus 24? 73. Math, 73. Yeah. 73 uh, that is more than you need to kill it. By two. Uh, so, <laughs> yes. Woo! Typically, what hap- this creature, uh, when it dies, it spawns 12 skeletons from its corpse. Uh, however, because you crit it with a smite, Eve channels the entire power of the trio, and this golden, this golden green arc just comes from her sword and slices through and just burns all of the bones away. And nice. and we'll say, you know what? We'll say that extra like two damage spills over into uh, yellow z- zombie or not yellow white zombie, which is enough to take it out as well. <laughs> you hit it so hard it nice. crit itself. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> And you, do, what, 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 you like? Are you calling out and being like? I mean, and that divine fire. Yeah. Yep. Whoa. Is there anything else you'd like to do? Well, that was my first. <laughs> it's like you—you you always remember your first. So at the very beginning, it was very anime-esque. Like you cut, and it didn't quite go through, and then you feel this presence of Darian, and he starts kicking it with his foot, and oh yeah, it definitely like there was definitely like that spectral like. Bunny form behind it. Oh my that gosh. Cleared everything yes. out. That's really cool. I like that. I have to write this down. And it goes into a white sweet now, dark. Now, I, I, I got a question. 
Was this homebrew or was it? So uh, this was actually a creature uh, called the. It's called the skeleton or skeletal juggernaut. Mm. It it's is from. Juggernaut. You not know who the I am. The Ghosts of Salt March. Oh, oh nice. Salt March. Um, salt March. So when you march to the salt mines. Mm-hmm. And Kashyyyk. Yep. Salt March. Salt March. But yeah, like, I, I saw that creature. It was really cool. And then I was like, oh, it turns into 12 skeletons. <laughs> oh, even better. That's because it was made of 12 skeletons. All right. So then I will be moving this fellow. And that is skeleton yellow? Yellow. 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 Oh, um, hang on. Let me just remember that I used to buy smite. Okay. Um, so attacking with longsword again. I crit again. Nice. Well, he's only got one hit point, so I'm not, I'm, well, I won't, good. I won't. He's oh, dead. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> and like, you just carry that through. Like, you don't even, you don't even move up to it. You just swing the sword around and you just point and the bounder the bounder spirit goes right through nice. the skeleton. Your Patronus just. Yeah. <laughs> Your Patronus. Let's <laughs> go, Patronum! I want my Patronus to be a jackalope. That's yeah. amazing. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> just not the jackalope from America's Funny Some Videos. Actually, I always wanted mine to be like a sperm whale. Just so like it can cover the most area. Or you just summon it and go. Even better. That's awesome. Whale from Pokemon. Yep. I love it. And I'd then, um, so as a bonus action, I am going to do a healing potion. Okay. So I'll use. What was your HP at, by the way? I'm at twelve. Twelve. Okay. Um, I'll use the um superior. That's better. I'd probably just use a regular. Yeah, I'll we're use... probably we're probably gonna get a rest. Okay. So yeah. okay. I'll use regular. So I roll what? Uh, 2d4 plus 4. Or plus 2. Yep. 2d4 plus 2. 2, 4, 4, plus 2. 2. Okay. Then it is uh, Victor. It's your turn. I will turn and say, Ivan, with with all due respect, I am to uh, defend the Vic. We are not Vic. And I'm going to throw... My, uh, and I trust my comrades uh, with my life. And I'm going to take <coughs> uh, just basically my dagger and try and stab it into this. Okay. Uh, yeah, we'll go ahead because like the, it. there isn't really much else going on here. Uh, you you shatter that first one with your attack. Wow. Uh, yeah, and you, you hear, uh, actually, I need to roll a quick. The zombie attacking uh, you two screams and just kind of like collapses uh, as a dead husk. Nice. Lucky guess. <laughs> Ivan nods and he says, you're right, my apologies. And he takes his discs on his next turn and he slices through another one of the uh, things, just segments. Oh, I thought he just pulls back the AC yeah. and I'm like, oh no, no, just we can keep those. Um, like, and then you guys, I think uh, Ezra can go and- Yeah, I'll just oh. pull out my katana and yeah. walk up to oh, one shit. of those and just chop yeah. it. Run up to this one okay. and punch it. Yep. And, and with that like final one, you hear- strikes. Strikes. Yeah. Yeah, with that final one, you, you kind of hear that one. snap and you see those these kind of green tendrils that have been kind of floating around. They snap back through the portal, and the portal winks out. Yep, closes Ooh, up. Oh, do we hear? Do we oh, hear? I shout do, into the portal as it closes. <laughs> <laughs> do we hear parents say anything? No. <laughs> Dang. Dang. 
Well, red-haired man, whoever you are. Hope you survive. Hope you survive. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we have to rescue him now. Before, I was just like, eh, that's unfortunate. And now that I know, I'm like, I think I should probably get that guy. Did the, do we see any sign of the patrols? Uh, no, in fact, the fog starts clearing as well. You can okay. you feel that kind of like cold, chilly air removing itself. Um, you can you can kind of feel just the normal life returning to the area. Not like it's going to be uh, instantly regrown or anything like that. It's just now there's no active magical necrotic blight that is uh, causing this. The fog lifts. And I just says it looks like this wasn't your infinite sign after all. No, this was something else. Something, something called Ogma? Og- Ogma, I think Ogma. is what she said. It's both. <laughs> <laughs> it's Ogma yeah. when you're dying, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Oh. Does that name ring a bell for any of you? We need to research. We must do research. We do indeed. Um, As we look around, do we see... Anything that gives us a clue as to what happened to the uh, the other wing people? Did they just, they were just killed? Yeah, yeah, it just looks like they were slaughtered. In fact, like, if you kind of search through the zombie corpses, you do oh. eventually find one that has, uh, like, a, a dagger on it that looks like an opal weapon. And Ivan just kind of hangs his head and says, we will have to, we'll have to uh, bury them properly. And he turns to Victor and he says... I, I was impressed. Forgive Victor. me for um, for contradicting you. No, forgive me for assuming that you were not capable. There is nothing to forgive. If you would like, you can travel with us for a little bit. I can teach you a few things and perhaps we can come to an arrangement and increase your path home. I would very much like that. Um, Would you allow me, I guess, uh, time to speak with my friends before? Of course. Thank you. You are more than gracious for me. I do not uh, deserve this hospitality. And he just nods and he starts like gathering up the, the daggers and the remains and everything. Um, as you guys are also going through, you do you do find something on the, um, the corpse of the clawed woman. Okay. Uh, specifically, you find a prismatic javelin, and this is a magic item that, like, as soon as you touch this javelin, it kind of looks like this uh, interesting swirl of uh, twisted metal. And you identify it, I'm assuming. Yeah, I'll, I'll yeah. just identify just it. Just the ritual. Yep. Uh, this dark crystal javelin has a prismatic head that can refract light into beautiful displays of color. Immediately after you throw this jav- javelin and it hits a target within 120 feet of you, the javelin disappears in a small burst of light before reappearing in your open hand. Very nice. As an action, you can throw the javelin to a point you can see within 120 feet of you and speak its command word. When the javelin lands, it erupts in a dazzling display of color and light causing painful bright light in a 20-foot radius and dim light for another 20 feet. Creatures of your choice within the bright light must make a DC 13 dexterity saving throw. For each creature hit by the light, you roll a D6 to determine the color that it hits and the damage type that it takes using the table below. 
A creature that fails a saving throw takes 2d10 damage for each beam of light that hits it of the type determined by the table, and a creature behind total cover is not affected. And then once the property has been used, it can't be used again until the next dawn. It's like prismatic spray a little yep. bit. Yep. Nice. Um, and then it's uh, basically, yeah, it's basically fire, acid, lightning, poison, cold for the d6. And then on the 6, the creature is struck by two beams of light. You oh, roll nice. twice, re-rolling d6. So. Dang, that's cool. Yep. So that is, and it is a, it is a weapon uncommon, requires attunement. So it is a magic weapon that will require attunement. And it's very cool. How, what's the attack? Is it just dex? It's it's a normal javelin attack. So so it is the javelin. Dex, yeah. right there. Oh, whoa, that was awesome. It could be strength because you're throwing your, this javelin on the far right. Ooh, nice. cool. Yeah. I like it. Kind of tickle. I like it. Yeah, I'm, just wondering, I'm just wondering if it's a strength attack or if it's... I don't know exactly what that is. I want to say it might be strength since you're hucking it, but... Ranged javelin. weapons typically are decks, so I'm kind of like, oh. Javelin uses throne. Right. Uh, range. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, I gotta look at it. Bonus attack roll. Your proficiency bonus. Javelin. Is a. Just add that to my thing and see what it tries to use. Load. Come on, load, load. Okay. It feels like it could be dex, but it's probably strength. Strong weapon properties. Uh, weapon has a really quick because I'm gonna I'm probably gonna cut this. Um, your your comment about like what monster they should fight next kind of thing. So, yeah. Somebody just said the mist come in, fight Strahd. Since you would have been making a melee weapon attack with strength, the throne property causes you to continue to. I need yeah. strength. I need to get one printed because I yeah. want to. It's a pl- sorry. I have a plus two to the strength. With strength. They're way cool. The Ramoras. Yeah, javelins use strength instead of dexterity. Yeah. Yep. Javelins use strength instead of dexterity. Which have a negative one. That are you. That is for you. Your weapon. Drink the giant strength it's potion. Between, hurl the chip well, you and Sarah, but Sarah, I think Sarah's you know, got the, a low strength, if I remember right. Yeah, I was he's got the highest strength of all of us, right? Yeah. yeah. So, how, whatever you want to do with that, if you also, you could also sell it. You could probably get a uh, um, three hundred gold out of remind it. Remind me, we'll make a Let's card, laminate it, so she can have yep. it as a yeah. quick reference. Yep. Okay. Uh, and with that, we're gonna go ahead and end the night as you guys help uh, gather up these these daggers. Uh, help bury the bodies kind of thing. Uh, who knows what will I in store for you next week, but we'll find out together. So thanks everybody for watching. Uh, we appreciate it. This may be a long episode. It's, it looks like it's pretty long uh, just because that combat went a little long. Um, let us know what you think. Like, comment, subscribe, and as always, we love you. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.